Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to episode 280 of Potato Thumbs Podcast. This week, we are sponsored by Nezzy's Black Tea. That is right, the best black tea in the galaxy. Get a little bit of evil in every sip. We'd like to thank them for their sponsorship and uh, all of the cash that this episode's bringing in. Potato! Potato! Thumbs Podcast! Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. So, uh, with me tonight, I have my co-host Admiral Nips. Hello, nice reference. <laughs> Topical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you played. I, I, I like that you played enough uh, today <laughs> to like get the joke. That makes it so much better. Well, I, I had seen on Twitter that there was a cutscene, so I'm like, all right. Well, I haven't really been able to play today, but I'm going to log in about 45 <laughs> minutes ago, and I'm like, see what at least is happening. Catch the cutscene at least. So I see. I didn't even know it was it was going to happen. Like I just logged on. Because I had like an hour and I was like, oh, I'm just going to play some PvP, like kill an hour before my meeting. And I jumped in. And I'm like, oh, oh, something's happening. Oh, God, stop the music. Like, and then, of course, like uh, my wife walked in like halfway through the cutscene. I'm like, I can't replay this. Like, sorry, like you got to wait just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, new to the show, uh, but maybe not new to Destiny, uh, we have Legoli Flash, or Lego, as a lot of you might know. Uh, welcome, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I actually was about to jump in because I was like, oh, that cutscene. scene. Okay, so the way it hit me, I got I to gotta share this because it yeah. was just, it was tragic, but it was great. I needed one more carry for my Gilded Flawless because I just, I play with my team and kind of that's it every weekend. Yeah. And so I... I just like this is it's really fun for me to just get on the B net like the app and just go to the find my fire team and just look for somebody who needs help. So I just was like any two people that need help like I haven't gone flawless this weekend just jump in you know and so we were going this morning before reset we were going and I was like oh resets in two hours it'll be fine and it was like one hour until and I didn't realize and so we ended up we faced uh a couple of people who are resetting their card, like two, three KD players. And I'm trying to, sure. you know, I'm trying to help two people. And I'm like, this isn't where we actually beat one of them, which was really cool. I was like, yo, we just beat 2.0, 3.0 players. That's, that was awesome. And they were just, you know, regular destiny guys. One of them never been flawless ever. And I was like, oh man, that was, that was a ton of fun. You know, that was a good game. But then, th then we had to reset our card because we just kept facing people like that. And then we get done with the whole thing. Like we get we get so close to the end. We're like eight eight wins, seven wins, or not eight. We, we're like you know six wins. We're at the yeah, six win yeah. mark. And right when we win that game, we're like, oh, this is smooth sailing. It like all we see in the middle of the game, the bounties reset. And they're like, oh, no, reset. No. We were wrong. Oh, no. We didn't have another hour. And so we didn't get it knocked out maybe next weekend. Last chance, you know, but it, yeah. it was a, it was cool to like back out of that from that defeat. 
because uh, we were like, oh, reset. Okay, I'll see you guys later. Maybe next weekend. Added them as friends and then bounced out. And when I bounced out, the cutscene hit. And I was like, oh, wait, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's That's awesome. Awesome. It, it was good time. It's a roller coaster of emotions, the few minutes yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, though. Did, um, did you, so you didn't get to play much trials this weekend? You just played today? I actually Tuesday. did. So here's what happened is Friday, my normal team, uh, one of my guys, uh, Wilson, who those some who if y'all ever listen to Destiny Community Podcast, he's been on that yep. show twice, Wilson. And so um, he's one of my usual fire team guys. And he had his land cable, I kid you not, chewed out by some squirrels and was not <laughs> able to get on. And so oh my God, dude. we were helping somebody else. I actually helped my first carry that I needed that Friday. But when it happened, the reason I wasn't flawless wasn't because I just reset is because I actually we lost a game and then I got kicked from like game six oh. or something like that. And I didn't get the win. And so I couldn't play. That's why I couldn't play with my normal guy either, because he was already flawless and I wasn't. And it was just I was like, I don't want to complicate things. And so yeah, that was yeah. the mess I ended up in. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. But yes, I did play quite a bit of trials because I had to reset. Uh, I had to reset the card I played this morning, so I played almost two full cards there, and then I played a card on Friday, so I got to play a fair bit. Oh, that's good. That's good, man. Um, what um, were you going? I'm I'm assuming what was it? Was it the auto rifle this weekend? It was the fusion, actually. It, oh, it was the fusion. Okay, yeah. but you already you already have your yeah, role with yeah. that. Well, that's so. the reason I kind of <laughs> threw it out to people because I kind of put it out on Twitter. Hey, anybody need before I jumped in? Oh yeah, I did this twice. I actually played another card. I forgot because last night I played some too, trying to help some people who had never been. And so I asked like my community, my Discord, and then I also asked Twitter, like, hey, anybody you know want to just have fun, play some games, especially if you haven't been flawless. So I, I played around uh, Sunday night too. That night was a little more intense for some reason. I don't know why. They were just, it was just always- a lot more intense. And we were in PC lobbies and most of the people playing were on console and it just... My whole weekend sounds so messed up. It, it was fun. I swear I had fun. But just a bunch of stuff happened. And then I'm working on this new YouTube video the whole time. So my mind's not super in it. But I, I had a good time. I you know, got to meet some new guardians. And that's always fun. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's interesting because the uh, like how sweaty it can be totally changes you know like you you never really know what you're gonna get when you get on to play whether it's like middle of the day and the weekend or like friday right when it drops you know um like you can have some idea but it definitely you never know (laughs) yeah he's gonna hand you card base wise i totally feel yeah but that's i think one of the reasons i love jumping like grabbing people from bnet uh from the find my fire team from the app or just random people from twitter or whatever because i think a lot of people are afraid to go in until there's somebody that they kind of trust and even though i'm Mm -hmm. not somebody who does carries necessarily that's not like what i do i do provide kind of a relaxed environment to just be like i don't really care like if we win or lose like i'm just here to have fun and so people can come in and they're like oh i'm not really that good and i'm like that's okay like i have game i have like whole days where i suck like so if somebody sucks in those games it's like whatever you know i'm not the guy who's gonna harp on you oh you should have done this or whatever like i'm just (laughs) i'm just here to have fun you know so 
that's yeah. kind of what I try to cultivate and show people like, hey, Crucible, even if it is sweaty, can still be fun. Like we had that team that we thought we were going to be stomped by of players that on paper were much better than us, but we kind of pulled it together, figured out what they were doing, and we beat them by one round. And it was like, oh, well, we beat and And they were a team of three Sentinel Bubble Titans too. And so we were like... Wow. Yeah, I don't know how we pulled it out, you know, because it was just like perfect. The guy who was, you know, said he was the least skilled person on the team when the first bubble went down, he ran in and threw a stasis nade and froze one of the guys. And that kind of gave us the opportunity to go in and make a mess. And so it was like, dude, you pulled it off like your KD says one thing, but you made that play. Yeah. And that was amazing. You know, I think having that environment is is huge, though, because like both Nips and I are very average players. Like we're, we're above the top 50 or in the top 50%, but not like, not great by any means. Right. But we've done enough PVP stuff with leagues and, and private matches and our friends and stuff that we have. We have a few of those 2.0, 3.0 players that will carry us on weekends. And Mm -hmm. having someone who is skilled that provides like a calm environment is the best experience because like it, I don't care how good you are. If you're toxic while we're playing or yelling or screaming at people, like you're never going to be successful with that group. Right. You know? So, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a total turnoff. I, I, I've played with people that are like way really good at the game, especially not necessarily now anymore. I feel like I've kind of, you know, got that group that I'm like, okay, these are the guys I know to pull in. But whenever, before I started making that much content back in the, uh, the comp, the original, D2 like year one comp days where mm-hmm. it was 4v4 and it, you're and you're going for Redricks and everybody's trying to get up there and I I was just playing with whoever I could because it was such a grind to do it, it. and there were yeah there were some teams that I was like this guy's yelling at me he's like Are you using a fusion rifle you need to switch to a shotgun blah 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 and I'm like. <laughs> Dude, like uh, uh, right now, you can look at the stats. I'm above you in the play. Like, I don't understand why you're like not on paper. Like in that game, I was doing better than him. I was like, why are you coming at me right now? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like mid game, we it's so much better. I because I over time, I've realized and stopped playing with those people and started playing with people that are more like hype you up, encourage you. Because then the flip side of that comp situation, my third, it was the third season of comp because it was the first season you could get the unbroken gilded where you have the three different ones and it was still really hard to make that climb back then they hadn't switched it to skill-based matchmaking yet it was still rank more rank based i think back then and your losses uh, counted against yeah, you they, yeah your losses and stuff like that exactly and so that first season where you could get gilded uh i was playing with a group four guys and we play we played against oh gosh i'm gonna i'm gonna blank on his name but we played against He's number like three in Apex right now. He's one of the best video game players just in general out there right now. And he was playing with the crew and it was our last game to hit legend for the season. I was like, oh, no, we're going to lose and go down and all this stuff. And we were kind of like bummed, like no way. And we ended up playing it out. We were down by 50 points in a control comp match. And so it was I don't remember what the score was, but like right at that moment we're like one of the guys was like okay you can do it yeah okay we can do it and we started like kind of just encouraging each other in that moment we ended up getting a triple cap on a team that was just like insanely good there we should not have started doing as good as we did and then yeah. we just played our supers right we got control of the map and just slayed out and won by like 
I don't know, like 10 point, five points or something like that. And you could, I have it recorded. It's on my Twitter somewhere. Um, <laughs> but it's, you can hear our excitement. We're like, no way, no way. We're like freaking out. Yeah, you know, it's just like yeah. one of my most memorable destiny moments of all time. It's awesome. I think like I stopped looking at people's stats um, because in D1, that used to be like required. Right. Like you were, right, or at right. least for us, like for everyone I played with, it was always you had like trials report up and you're looking at people as you're flying in. Right. Or even early mm-hmm. D2. But I found like when I played with groups where we just didn't look at that, like because we weren't going to concern ourselves with that, we're just going to play like we ended up beating some pretty stacked teams like yeah. like numbers wise, you know, and, and I think it is like you don't. Sometimes those those stats can psych you out and if you're playing right like they don't matter because the team still has to play together right yeah totally yeah i'm i'm with you the only thing it does for me now when i if i have like destiny trials report up while i'm flying into a match is just like okay like am i goofing around and having different weapons on right now and or testing things out or am i like whoa okay (laughs) i need to like think about what i'm doing this guy it, you know, he knows what he's doing with a sniper rifle. I can't just charge into a lane or because some sometimes there's a certain level at which like I'll jump into a lane, but like not at head level for a sniper rifle player. And if they're not as great with a sniper rifle, it's harder for them to track up in the air back down. Yeah, and right. so but if it's a good player with a sniper rifle, it doesn't matter where you jump in that lane. You're going to get your head blown off. You know, so I, I play it very differently. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Um, Funny you bring that up from our our scrims game on Saturday. Uh, the uh, I got picked off of a, on a jump on a around a corner, and later the guy posted in our Discord, "Hey, your shadow on the ground gave you away that you were in the oh. air." And I was like, "Cool, love that for me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like a thing I would never even think to look up, and he like posted the the picture and like. <laughs> showed the actual shadow where it was up in the air and coming around the corner. And it's like, man, all right, well, that's why you're a 2.4 KD player. And I'm like a 0.9. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and also well, KD doesn't matter that much anymore. Cause the way that skill-based matchmaking or even loose skill-based matchmaking is kind of a part of every, most of the playlist and is going to be a part of most of the playlist. It kind of, is going to even things out more KD wise. And so the people who have high KDs are usually the people like card resetting and farming, you know, stuff like that to get it a certain way. And it's like, who cares? Like I, I got actually accused on Reddit the other day. It's like, Oh, that Lego guy, he just card resets and farms and he's still only, you know, 1.8 in in trials. And I was like, I literally play solo in the flawless pool for fun. Like I'm not (laughs) out here trying to get KD. Good on you for still going to Reddit. (laughs) And and also like, You're creating content, so you're also playing while putting videos out there of weapons and trying to get combos going, you know, whether it's like trying to show people how to use like the glaive, you know, and get that proct and going or, you know, Mm -hmm. why certain perks work on fusions. So like. That's funny. It's funny when people accuse. I know. I know. Like people of things without understanding the content they create or like how they approach the game. Like it's. It's always entertaining. Yeah, so. I, I saw a cool guy get a lot of flack a few months ago for something similar to that. Like people started coming at him and I was like, 
guys, he's a content creator. Like he literally is out there testing the stupidest perk sometime. That's just like, you know, yep. there's a slim chance of success. Even the best players would be like, this weapon's trash. I'm not going to like the reason they are the best players because they don't use that stuff. And here, cool guy is getting a bunch of flack for it. And it's like, come on, come on, y'all. And he's so positive. Like, yeah, like, like when you have positive people like that, too, man, like it's it's huge. So totally. Um. Well, hey, before we get too far down um, a rabbit hole here, let's talk about you a little bit. Uh, so people kind of understand, like kind of like your history with destiny and all that. So in D1, I knew you as the cinematography guy like <laughs> that's awesome do you do you so i think like um so well it was ignition and what was the other one um liftoff was the lift big off. one that that's the yeah. one yeah that got me like into content creation like i feel like if it wasn't for that video maybe i would have you know found my way anyway but that video was the one that I think I feel like set the trajectory and gave me the encouragement that I needed to like actually put content out there. Like I showed what happened was is I showed a small clip of that video that I had just edited together that made its way into the final one. But it was just like a clip I put together of some of the slow motion and uh, rocket dodging and then a sniper yeah. or a shot or something that slow motion the kill. And I posted it in our clan's discord, which was resolute and had true Vanguard and some other guys in there. And a lot of the clan was like, dude, you should submit this for movie of the week. I was like, I'm not submitting a cl just a small clip for movie of the week. I'm going to, I'll turn it into something, you know, and, and true <laughs> Vanguard said something really cool about it too. And I was like, Oh, people like actually like this. I like feel like, I, I I didn't know how something I made would go over, you know, and so it was sure. kind of the first big piece of something that I put out there. And when it was so positively received, I was like, maybe I could do more of this. And so it took me a long time. I was, at that time, I was balancing three IRL jobs. I was it was a lot. I my my wife was still uh, in grad school and I was just kind of trying to juggle everything at the same time. And so I couldn't like push into content in any meaningful way. And a months later, I ended up starting Rezocast, that podcast that went on for about two years and uh, eventually got to a place where I, I'm doing YouTube now. But back then, that was like the big push that got me into uh, making more. Like you said, the, the cinematography guy started yeah. yearly Destiny 1 videos at minimum. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and like you did... You did stuff that no one had ever seen before, right? Because like back in that in those days, um, you know, YouTube was dominated by like Lupo going invisible and sniping someone with no land beyond, you know, or trials <laughs> train like like clips or, you know, whether it was like air sniper with with um, true Vanguard or, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever was going on and you came in and you're like, yeah, but check out how beautiful destiny is, you know, and you, uh, you, you did those slow-mo effects and, you know, you showed like the bending of the rocket, like around, around something, yeah. hitting someone or, or like, you know, someone popping a super and showing like we see it, but slowing down those frames and showing that animation or showing someone getting shoulder charged out of it or whatever it might be. Um, it was cool, man, because it like took like a new a new look at Destiny. And that was even before we had the um, the video mode, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, you back then we only had 
set, you know, our field of view was so much tighter for one. There, there was yeah. just less options there. There were tricks to get the no HUD type thing going. Maybe I think we had a no HUD option. I think no, there maybe we in, didn't. There was I don't a remember. D1, but I don't. But I don't it know wasn't how right it away, came. Though. Yeah, yeah, I, I know it came in midway through because yeah. I know we'd always okay. play no HUD. Uh, That's right. Private matches on that map that had the oh, bridge yeah. between it on the moon, like, right? Because yeah. there was a mode that yeah. had no HUD, right? right. Yeah, I came do remember in that. somewhere along the way. It wasn't there right. at the beginning. Yeah, it's so it's so interesting thinking about that. And I that's so cool that that's how it came across, that it was like slowing things down and seeing the beauty of it. And I kind of did capitalize on that from then on, like the different videos that I made. But I remember even myself when I made that video in particular there, I there were a few of the thunder, not the striker like slam, because back then it was just one big slam. And there was an animation that like when you slowed it down, it wasn't just like you had lightning all around you and you slammed it down. When when you're in the air, lightning is coming down from the sky on you while you're in the air. And I nobody had seen that at least i hadn't until yeah. i slowed it down and i was like wait there's lightning coming down in the middle of that i've never <laughs> seen that animation before until i slowed it down and you know back then we only had 30 frames a second to even see it now you yep. can see it so in so much more detail so it, it is interesting how it it brought that perspective being able to do a video that way and even more so it's interesting now the evolution of it for me um taking it from just beautiful imagery to because back because that never got me uh any kind of following or any kind of like yeah it kind of set me up for knowing some of the developers at bungie and some other stuff but like i didn't have people that followed me or like oh another lego video like it wasn't like that you know and and well it's funny that you say that because for some of us (laughs) it was totally like dude lego dropped another video yeah Uh, so just so you know that's really cool that's really really cool but but you know the majority of destiny didn't know who lego was and so um now seeing that kind of evolve into it was maybe four or five months ago i was like i'm i wonder what it's going to look like if i start making content that is helping people play the game or have more fun with it rather than just seeing the beauty of it what if i combine that skill with the helpfulness of all these perks that I love in Destiny, all the weapons and damage stacking and and building. And so I took that slow motion and slowed down like, okay, what's this perk doing in slow motion? You can see it change from golden tricorn times one to times two. And you can see how much damage it's shooting out. And I can zoom in on that damage number and see it. Look, it's doing this much damage in that shot. And I don't see anybody else doing that right now, at least not in that way you know and so it's cool to see it translate over into making content that is helpful for people and so now i feel like the name is getting out there a little bit more because it's like oh this is like helpful stuff like i want to know you know about these things and and you're explaining it clearly because you can slow it down and show me yeah i like that a lot too because a lot of people myself included sometimes just go off of hey what's the best perk for this that or the other thing and you you get your hive mind thing and you're like, okay, well, I'll look for that. And then having, having an ability to like look at it and see the numbers and just based off of your play style too, because what's the best perk maybe isn't how you play. So having that, those videos to give you a bit more information than just numbers on a spreadsheet and hoping you can figure it out that way is, uh, 
Plus, they look cool, which is always nice. Like good gameplay with good cinematography, like it, yeah. it works really. It's a good, it's a good combo to have for sure. Yeah, yeah and I and I'm constantly learning too. Like, th- there's stuff that works really well on Twitter. People like seeing, or you know, the other like TikTok and stuff. Like, people like seeing the cinematic like slow motion it really draws people in and catches their attention whereas on youtube it's i'm learning that it's kind of the opposite it's like you want to give people information right away um and i don't really do that like i'm having to even change my own flow of doing stuff (laughs) because people are searching for information and if they click on a destiny video and they don't get that information in a full minute they're like well, I'm going to go to somebody else like this looks cool, but like I need to know how this perk works and they go yeah. somewhere else. So insert, I, insert the meme about uh, Rick Kakis, right? If you don't get the information right away, I think that's yeah. the like community ongoing thing. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm learning in the destiny community has been so, so kind, like people like y'all people on podcasts, um, people, other YouTubers, which has been the most surprising thing for me out of all of this is, you know, everybody that, that y'all, that, that the community looks up to like, uh cami cake same cool guy and fallout and just i i could go on and on and on about all of them castle content like they uh, and and patty cakes too they all have reached out and like said something to me and like encouraged me in some way and even when i had a question or just a general question they'll like dm me and be like hey uh actually this you know and that and like super super kind super nice there i just feel like there is no community out there like the destiny community i know it's easy to get caught up in the critiques people make or um drama that goes on that people are like oh another day of destiny drama you know but there's (laughs) another side of that where people are encouraging each other and like you know promoting each other when they have no reason to like youtube is are these guys jobs i i am just getting started and i could easily be seen as somebody who's taking view space away from them and they're all so nice and so kind to me and so i just wanted to kind of throw that bit of positivity out there that during this time as i'm learning and discovering things everyone has just been so nice and so cool and it's been really encouraging to see and i know there's been a lot of uh people talking about uh how down they are on destiny but i feel like incredibly hyped at the moment not just because (laughs) of what is coming with the game but also just the state of the community and how good they are at refining themselves honestly like whenever i see drama and and somebody is being like oh this this bad thing happened and that person is gone and it's like this is a less less toxic environment now and it's like this is like it's yeah. it's this is a good place to be. I I feel safe with these people. So yeah, I mean we dude. I mean we have really active, positive communities. We kind of have like a group of um four podcasts that all kind of have like a bigger group together. So we share all, all of our LFG posts and stuff like that. And there's totally like hundreds of thousands of people that enjoy playing the game and don't complain. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, it's just. I, I think it might be because we have a slightly older demographic with mm. us and those other podcasts mm. as well. Like a lot of the folks here have families and stuff like that. If they're not having fun with something, okay, guess what? They're going to go do something else. I look back like uh, Easy, who uh, was one of the founding members of the Guardian Downcast. He just didn't enjoy Destiny. So, and he had yeah. a kid coming and he's like, so he's still around and hangs out, but he's like, yeah, I'm just playing other games and having fun with yep. life that way. It's like, yeah. Whereas it feels like, maybe 50 to 50% of the destiny drama you see on Twitter is people who are like, 
I've hooked my wagon to this game and it's not giving me the joy that I want it to. And I feel trapped in it because it's the game that people watch me play and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's like, uh, I don't know. Let's call it a, a, a helpless frustration, right? They just, yeah. they're lashing out because they're, they feel like they're stuck in this thing that is what is their livelihood for content creation, but also isn't giving them joy. It's like, man, breaks in games. Fantastic. And you know, mm-hmm. what's great when you come back and you're like, Hey, it's, I'm actually having fun with this again, and it's not work to go log on and play Destiny. Yep. For real. I can't I can't encourage breaks enough. Like it, even if you aren't in the situation where like uh, I, I need to go do something else, you feel like stuck to destiny, like like taking a break and just going the main one for that I would always go to is PUBG. Uh it's because it's just like a strategical, slower, like slow things down, no aim assist. I don't think there's aim assist anyway. That's all I played it on mouse and keyboard, which is very different than the way I play Destiny. And so it's just completely different feel, slow and methodical, not fast, not worried about perks. I'm just taking my shots you know playing strategically playing slow and so it's 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 nice that it it feels so nice after doing something like that and then coming back to destiny like oh loot and all this stuff and playing with other people and it's just a completely other environment and i like you know like most gamers too I, i love diving into a good solo game and just playing through i'm looking forward to uh I don't want to give all my cards away yet. I'm looking forward to some games coming is out. It, it, looking forward to December 14th. Uh, is that the day it comes out? I, the, I think... the the Witcher three. Uh, no, it's the Witcher three uh, update. Is the oh no no, no. free next gen console update uh, with some more added story stuff, <laughs> little oh, extra things. So. I only bring it up because I'm super excited for that. And I'm annoyed that it comes out like eight days after the new destiny season comes out. So like, obviously that first couple weeks of the destiny season, you're just like, I, at least I am always all in and just like, yeah. yep, I'm enjoying it. And like, I thought catch crash was great. I've been running them, you know, all the way through the season to just get my stuff done. But, uh, you know, it's a lot less exciting to hop in on week 14 of the season than it was to hop in in week two. So the fact oh, yeah. that we'll be in week two when the witcher comes out and I'm like, well, I guess I got to start a new playthrough of that. So I'll see y'all in 120 <laughs> hours. <laughs> and that's the um, way it goes. So one thing, uh, one thing I, I heard. Let's see. I think it was. I think it was Cami, maybe, because uh, you were on um, firing range recently, right? Yeah. Uh, so was it interesting? So you say you're just starting out on YouTube and whatever. I think it was Cami that made the comment like about going and checking what you had to say about perks on, on either a fusion or a glaive. Yeah. Uh, is that right? Like how, how, like how surreal was that to like hear him say that to you on the show? I, yeah, I was blushing a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I, cause I, I respect him so much. He's like my build crafting idol, you know? And so and I, and just the way that he can, even during that show, he was doing stuff that was like, it just we were talking about something he was like oh yeah well you could stack this and this and this and i was like man i wish i played that class well enough to know exactly what he's talking about right now but I don't. and he just knew everything every combination off the back of his head and uh and so to hear him be like oh yeah i go to Le- i go to lego for all my fusion stuff because i knew that he was following m- my stuff because you can see it when somebody that big follows you on youtube and you're like okay like wow that's crazy i remember like dming my guys like yo cammy's watching my stuff what and <laughs> and then for but for him to say it's not just like a friendly like because we kind of run in some of the same circles with yeah. the destiny science uh field and so whenever he said that on the show i was like wait you like 
You actually come to me for advice about literally <laughs> anything in the game? What? <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. I heard him say that. I'm like, I totally get it. Because, like, you've, you've staked yourself as kind of the fusion rifle, like, guy, right? Like, you have been yeah. all in for a very, very long time since D1. Like, even, I mean... You were you were posting trials fusion rifle clips, and when people were like fusions are 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 no good and they're junk, and no one can use them, and you're like, hey, I just went flawless. Here are my clips from uh, going flawless this weekend. <laughs> it's just like fusion rifling everyone, like, and their mother. <laughs> um, so was that like I I've always been a really big fusion rifle person. Um, it's true. I've seen the in, stats. Yeah, in <laughs> PvP, in PvP, my rental is like double. The amount of kills is my second gun. Which so is like, I, yeah, which well, yeah, there's multiple copies and, and things. <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, like I, I totally get it, man, because um, you've you've really dedicated to like that play style. Do you yeah. find. Are you so did I catch that you're playing controller on PC? Or, uh, so, so I actually play on console controller. I have played on PC before, but I. So there's this weird thing. It's so funny. And I realized this whenever Destiny 2 came out on PC. I didn't realize what it was at the time, but I think I'm starting to understand it more. I'm, I'm not sure, but I tried to switch over mouse and keyboard. and I, I just wasn't vibing as much for me. And it's because for me, fusion rifles live and die by the aim assist, in my opinion. And okay. It, without the reticle friction from that you get in a controller, uh, it doesn't feel as good in a mouse and keyboard setting. Um, now that that said, it's not it might not be. I don't want to speak as if I am the hands of every other player because somebody may really like that. And I think the difference is I have trained myself to live and die by that stickiness. And, and so I look for different stats than someone on a PC might look for. And then, so if you've watched any of my fusion rifle videos i harp big time on range and aim assist and most people go high into stability and i will knock my stability there's one fusion that i think i can get it down to like 15 or something on and it, <laughs> i love it it feels great and it's not because yeah. like oh it kicks so much i like that no it's because i can push the other stats like range and aim assist and i know exactly how to just pull down i can control stability myself let aim assist and controller friction take over and it just feels so smooth and so there is like while i know people make fun of these rifles for not having any skill but there is a a learning curve of like knowing because i have people watch my video and then they do the same thing and they're like i can't get it to feel right for me what am i doing wrong and i'm and so i ask them my first question is what is your sensitivity uh on your controller what what are you running and they're always almost every time they're like i run 20 I, i'm a shotgunner i'm like well that's not gonna work on a fusion rifle <laughs> like you you can try um, but there and Cami has a video over this actually, which is why whenever he said stuff about me, I was like, you're the one who made me realize this. <laughs> <laughs> he has this video over the last word, um, where he talks about on controller. It feels so good. If you have a lower sensitivity, like a good sniper, certain type of sniper players run low sensitivity to help connect those headshots when they do a drag shot. And on last word, if you have low 
sensitivity, the aim assist just connects better for you. And there's like a sweet spot. And I just happen to play at that sweet spot for fusion rifles. It's the same concept. I just translated over to fusions. And so when I have people that try to lower their sensitivity, I haven't had too many people do it yet because people sensitivity is a hard thing to change. You change, you do yeah. it gradually and it's really difficult, but I'm telling you, if you want fusions to just connect and like make your jaw drop on the floor, it's low sensitivities where it's at. My, my biggest problem when switching from Xbox to PC was a fusion with the mouse. Like I personally, mm -hmm. my biggest problem was I was so used to half trigger pulling like charging and like the joystick flick like it like you uh, said it was just trained so like yeah. when i first jumped over and this was when titan skating was like like amazing right you you could macro the titan skating and just fly yeah. around around the map um it was it was ace and shotgun because i just i couldn't get it like i i'm coming from like only using a fusion ever and and loving it to i can't stand like clicking a mouse to charge it you know like it just yep. isn't the same feel um it took some getting used to so i totally <laughs> i'd imagine I totally get so. where you're coming from on that dude what's funny about that is i have people watch my videos and the i get this comment so much and it's i love responding to it because it's so funny to see the reaction but they're like they see it they see me do some fusion rifle shot and they comment yeah now try doing that on a controller like, of course you can do that. You're on PC and I'm like, yeah, I'm playing. I only play controller because it looks like I don't have any recoil, but it's because I have just I know that fusion rifle, right. know exactly how to pull it down and let the aim assist take over. And people think that when they see the shot, they're like, oh, it doesn't have any recoil. And I'm like, no, it has recoil. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. But what's real interesting about you bringing up all the fusion stuff and like making my name in the fusion rifle world is i'm also trying to branch out of that right now it's mm -hmm. kind of like when fallout did the whole shotgun thing and he's like here's all the shotgun rules you know and then everybody's like oh the shotgun tester guy and now everybody knows him as everyone everything you know but back yeah. then it was like the shotgun guy and it's like no he, he did so much more than that and i feel like that is kind of the stage i'm at where i'm like yeah i'm the fusion guy okay i'm kind of the glaive guy okay i'm kind of the cinematographer guy but like i also i know about other parts of destiny too like yes i do love <laughs> those weapons but i love all of destiny and i love playing around with all of it i just happen to have favorites <laughs> yeah well i think i i mean just as someone who's seen your channel from the outside too i think like you went from being a very good fusion rifle player and sharing those clips to saying but i also have like a giant wealth of knowledge you know like you're kind of mm. like you know very similar to what you know, massive breakdowns, fallout, cami, all those guys. Like I've heard you on other shows, like, like drop numbers. Right. So you obviously yeah. understand and, and get the numbers of it and are into that part of it. So I, I think that you'll be fine doing other weapons. I mean, obviously like look <laughs> yeah. at how well like blades took off. Right. Yeah. Um, and they're, Oh, they're going to get real scary too in a week actually. Cause they, oh, they no. haven't, they, well, they haven't, uh, it hasn't come to fruition yet, but they said it, the beginning of last season that this next season the hit registration is going to be fixed on them and right now that's Ooh. the only reason i'm not running them because when i play trials if you if you have that one chance that one shot to get your shield against a shotgunner and they're pushing you and you're you know you need to get the shot and then get back and then use your shield if i don't get that if i don't get that shot if it doesn't connect even though i hit them dead on 
that is like one one scenario like that and i'm off the glaive i'm back on the fusion rifle and it happens every time every single time i've tried to use the glaive this season there's a hit registration thing or i'll get the shot and it'll do damage but i won't get any shield energy and i'm like what i i freaking got the shot <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that, it that kind it, of made me like get off of it too like i saw i watched your you had two two or three videos on that yeah and i yeah, I just uh, like the one shot trying to run the G Falcon one shot. And it yes. was like the hit registration is frustrating, right? It's because if frustrating. You, if you're out like you're out and then what do you do? You're on whatever other weapon you're running. I've been excited so. to go back over that stuff, too. I, I wanted to get it by the end of the season, but I might have to. We only have a week left, so it's probably going to be next season. <laughs> but there are a lot of builds since Arc 3.0 hit. Uh, that are really good with not just your Falcons one shot, but there's like a few others that are really powerful or some that I've already done that have only gotten more powerful. So I want to do a follow up kind of on all the Glaive stuff, but awesome. just haven't found the right timing because there's just been so much good stuff like the swashbuckler uh, macabre sniper that came out that was just insane. The finding out about enhanced swashbuckler on no reprieve. No one was really talking about it. And I was like, this is 6.5 seconds of a body shot kill shotgun. This is crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm yeah. actually, I'm, I'm very happy that, um, all those videos came out breaking the community event because now when I play PVP, I just get those boxes. Yes. All the time. And so I'm like, I'm getting all the red borders that I did not have, um, <laughs> from running catch crash and no reprieve. I needed one shotgun and that dropped today. Which I was happy about because I'd much rather play Crucible than run Catch Crash. Well, I am telling you, if you if you enjoy using that in Crucible, you've got to got to try out Enhanced Swashbuckler. It is like my favorite thing. Like I like Macabre a lot. I like it as sniper. A lot of people say it's the best sniper in the game. Feels really great. One shotting on that with Swashbuckler is cool, but the time limitation on that versus the six point five seconds from No Reprieves. Uh, enhanced swashbuckler there's just nothing like it like i i ran like two or three trials cards with it uh the weekend i got it crafted and was just there was one team like that kind of team i was talking about earlier that was like two three kd kind of team Mm -hmm. and we ended up losing to them but the very first round i 1v3'd them (laughs) (laughs) because i got the i got the hit off uh the melee and then i just body shot the two other guys just done because you got you got two shots one and it it shoots out to like 10 meters or something it's it's crazy i watched i watched that video and i was all stoked on it because i was pretty certain that i had it and then it turned out i was like three of five three to five patterns for it. I'm like, really? Like, I thought I had all the weapons. Oh, I, mean, I got it up to level five now over the past. Oh, did you week, see? So. I, I, did grinding. Along. I did like an hour of grinding. And I was like, no, I'm going to go play Crucible. Like, I want to go. I'm not having yeah. fun. I want to go do some fun. I've done it's zero fun. grinding for leveling up my weapons, though. I, like, to, there was that one quest this season to get one crafted weapon to level 20. Oh, yeah. And I just put on the the brigands law, and basically it was the only secondary I used for basically three weeks straight for strikes, for PvP, for hell parts of the raid. <laughs> and, uh-huh. there. You know, and I just like, okay, this should be going up faster. And then I realized I just don't play that much, so that's why it didn't. But like, <laughs> it was literally there every single time I completed anything, and it took me three weeks to a month to get it all the way up to twenty. <laughs> I yeah. I I jumped on. I wanted. 
I wanted Stormtrance to be amazing, but it it didn't turn out that way, right? So then I had jumped on G Falcon and then they disabled it. So then I hopped around like Titan, Hunter, Warlock, and PvP for quite some time until G Falcon came back, played Invisible Void for a while, and now I'm back to like the season I've just not been locked into like one class. Mm. I've definitely definitely been playing around. I think I think weekly private matches helps with that too, because I'm like, what yeah. kind of stupid loadout do I want to go into private matches with this week? I'm gonna go play in the crucible with that. The only so. thing you're locked into this season is walking into thunderclaps in private matches. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lego So we have a tradition that he has been able to bait me into a thunderclap melee at least once in one of our private matches games. Every, every week, week that we're both it's on. It's so great. I don't kill yep. anybody else with it, but wow, that's not true. I did get that double you that one time. Double, but, yeah. <laughs> but it, it always seems to be just you as the only person I kill. And I just, <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> oh, just, just pushing with blinders on, I guess. That brings um, me back to in D1, I need to start this tradition again. We used to do it every weekend. So after we would we'd play our, our like normal trials run and whatever night it was we didn't have a set night back then. we were just like whatever and and whatever night we did whenever we were done uh we'd all jump in a private match and just do no land beyond and fusion like that was the only yes. thing you could run and it so it was just like chaos like it was all free for all no teams just free for all no land fusions and we were all I, th- we were all just trying to get the furthest fusion shot possible and the nastiest jump shot no land shot and that was it and it was so much fun. And one of my favorite fusion shots came from that one of those private matches. So it was, that was a good time. I'm, I, man, I need, I'm, I'm wondering, is there a way to do that now? Cause we don't really have, we've got like mayhem, but that's teams. There's no like mayhem rumble. Yeah, in rumble the is only matches. six. Uh, yeah. Did we get more than six in if people tried to join in? Uh, no, we were, I think we were limited on that. It used to be more, but it's not now. Now it's yeah. limited to six. Those OG. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say piece of my feedback for like just uh, in Crucible right now would be not with the Crucible, but actually with private matches because I didn't realize how popular private matches were. When they showed the list in the last This Week at Bungie, uh, the private matches were like halfway up the list of population and like continual players in there doing it. And so I was like, man, like... I feel like that needs the attention because if we had more options for like different game modes that were just fun, yeah. like ridiculous stuff, like unlimited special ammo, like for instance, or unlimited heavy or something like in a private match, you know, that's not hurting anybody. It would just be people could run double sniper and just for fun, you know, stuff like that. So or shoddy sniper like Halo style. So that would be pretty cool. Large rumble matches are fun, too. Like, yeah, that's, you too. know, yeah, yeah. Okay. So chaotic. That makes them so much fun. We, mm-hmm. you know, we we used to run a lot of leagues and PvP matches, and then we kind of like, you know, everything kind of comes and goes and flows, right? In the Destiny universe, like, and uh, I don't know, we started them up again. What a couple months ago, we yeah, try and we, do. We started them. doing like once a week. Yeah, we try and do them for an hour before the show. This week was different, just with me going on vacation and stuff. Um, so we had to do them a little bit differently, but it has been fun, man. I really. I don't know, there's just some about getting on with a group of people, playing a couple serious matches, and then playing two or three fun matches with open mics. Yeah, we have a, a nice community that way too. Like the skill levels are pretty varying, but yeah. like 
nobody's like taking it super seriously, so it's always a bunch of fun. And like yeah, our, the people who are really, really good, they they sort of run fun loadouts when they're yeah. playing. So it's like, yeah, it's just further proof that uh, when they're that much better than you, they can dunk on you with anything and <laughs> make it look great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not about it's not about just making you look bad, but it's like, what? Okay, uh, I'm hitting all my sniper shots. What gun is not good that I can put on to play with? You know and. Yeah, monkey use sniper sunshot in our game and he's like man sunshot is not good for pvp and it's like no it's really not um so another thing that happened um in destiny 2 was uh someone got to the top of the rumble list how was uh that journey for you yes i did do that a few seasons ago and that was crazy i feel like now that i've done that the only downside to doing that is now everybody expects a level of performance a hundred percent of the time from me (laughs) and i'm like y'all do you know how difficult that stretch was i never want to play that hard again ever in my life neither the time that i spent doing it nor the like quality of play that i had to do like i just i will never play that way again i mean maybe in the comp playlist next season we'll see how what that brings out of me but uh but having just that goal to chase man it was crazy i because i'm just like i hadn't started doing youtube stuff then it was just me as a normal dad who saw that i was in the top thousand or something and was like i'm just gonna go for this and just see what happens because i've seen like on uh, what is it like apex has like a number of rank that you can get to and i was like that'd be cool if i could like see just how high i could get and pretend that destiny had a ranking system like that and so i just started grinding it out learning the rules of it uh and there were ups and downs of that because once you got so high like once i got to the top 50 it was like well i have to just go for it like i have to see no matter how hard it is, how far I can get here. But there were games where it was just like, there was one day where I had like three join in progress matches in a row. And if you have a join in progress, it still will detract from your points if you do poorly, like if you lose. And so I just happened during those three games to be playing against the top like five players in the world in those matches just handing them elo in that match like making my life all that much harder (laughs) and when you lose even if you just get third place it's like you go down basically as if you had won three first place games and if you get like fourth place it's like you have to play like five games just to get back up to where you were so and you had to win first place in those five games so it was brutal there were days where it was really tough um but it was really uh, like I, I say it was hard, but it was also a comforting thing to like just really go all in on something for a little bit and forget about the stress of everything else going on in life and just kind of focus on this one thing. Um, and it was really fun. It was really cool to see the community come around me and be like, you can do it, you know, and, and everybody rallying around me. That was definitely a big motivating factor. And then my hard headedness being the other factor, <laughs> just like I got to <laughs> keep going. I got it because I will I will even if I the odds are very stacked against me. I will keep going for it. And I did. And and it turned out, you know, so it was, it was a cool journey and it was a cool thing to say. Cause a lot of people, you know, a lot of people that will say that uh, a fusion rifle player has no skill. A even now, even after I got it, people come at me and be like, you're not the best player in the world, blah, 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 blah. And I, I will say I am not the best player in the world, but I did <laughs> climb to become the best player in the world for that one day. You know, I, right, yeah. I do not claim 
to at any given time be the best player in the world. I know clearly several of my friends are generally better than me, you know, but to yeah. have done that is just like, okay, like you, you can say whatever you want. I did this and you can't take it away from me. You know, it, it took months to do it. Yeah, so that's cool. the amount of just dedication to it. And I, I don't even know, like talking about those bad days, uh, makes me think yeah. of like, one night in the old D1 Thorn Quest, I had a few drinks and tried to play Crucible, and I lost like 80% of my Thorn progress uh, one no. night. And I just I just deleted the quest and didn't go back to it for another like six to eight weeks, something like that. So I can only imagine how awful it was on those days where it's like, man, I've been climbing for weeks, feeling pretty good about myself, and then you just, you know, drop however many places. Uh, my question is, do you know where every single spawn is? Were you pre-grenading all of the spawns in Rumble by the end of that just to know where everybody was going to spawn at any time? I definitely knew all. So so it's interesting. I, I haven't got to this talking about this on any other podcast or YouTube interview or anything, which is really interesting, but it is some, a question that I've seen asked is the spawns. Like, do you, is it a large part of maintaining control of a Rumble match? And I think it is, but almost more importantly is hot spots of the map and mm -hmm. the players in that match will control the hot spots and this may all change depending on because rumbles move into a weekly rotator next season and stuff but as it stands like as it has been for the last few months the way rumble works is yes you have these spawns and you have to know like how far you can get away from them before the player spawns and you know exactly when to go in and also get the guy behind you but also there are bad spawns you don't want to capitalize on because it's more hot on a different side of the map and usually you can kind of expect where that's going to be like my favorite one and it's still one of my favorites uh is on gosh i'm going to blink on the name of it, but the one where b gets isolated every single time it's an edz map um and and b gets isolated in the corner with the hallway and everybody gets stuck back there until they can get out and go to a or c um oh, I, i'm blanking God, on i know what you're talking now. about uh, the cliffs cliffs uh yes, right dead cliffs. Dead cliffs, dead cliffs, yeah. Yeah. yeah so on dead yeah. cliffs that b flag there if you get back there past the hallway in between where the spawn is in the room and where people come from heavy they will always, almost always, like, you You have someone that spawns in the room, and you kill them, and then you come back out, and somebody's coming at you from heavy, and you just keep rotating, and it's like oh, you never sure. stop. You're just like, kill, go, kill, go, kill, and you can just run that side right there, whereas there's another spawn, like, something like um, Pantheon, where it's just two complete opposite sides of the map, and people spawn up top, and whenever they spawn in, yeah, you can wait, but... It's so terrible because once you do it once and somebody comes down and you kill them and you go back and then you come back to that spawn, they know what you're doing and they just sit there up there because they're not they're not going for number one. They're not, you know, trying to climb a leaderboard. They're just like, this guy's annoying. Go away. I'm just going to sit here till you leave. And so they just hide and crouch and and rumble. If you're going for first every second matters and if you're sitting there waiting for somebody else to move it's just a terrible place to be and so you have to kind of learn okay on pantheon where's the hot spot uh where did the first like maybe three kills happen because that will normally become the hot spot of the map and then everybody keeps going back to that spot because they remembered oh this is where the action is so that's yeah. what i kind of meant by hot spots is it'll rotate depending on how the beginning of the match uh plays out and I know I, I heard one time um, 
I think it was probably actually Cammy that said it that, you know, you listen for gunfire, right? Mm-hmm. Like you hear people fighting, you go to that area. Did you did you do anything like that as well? Like where you're like trying to clean up as efficiently as possible or was it just wherever the action is as fast as possible? If it was close, definitely. Yes. Uh, the, the thing that you want to watch out for, uh, especially if you're trying to climb Elo in particular in rumble is there's usually like, if you're not wiping the floor, there's usually one other guy. It's very seldom that there's three guys controlling the match. There's usually two and they're usually on opposite sides of the match. Now your decision is you can keep farming your side or you can go after the other guy. But if you go after the other guy, you're wasting time to get there. Uh, so like if you hear that fight over there and you're like, I know he's slaying out, I could go over there, but you're wasting time to get there. And then you're in a conflict where you're at an equal skill level with somebody else. And that fight may take longer too. And then they mm-hmm. may beat you and then they're climbing. And then the whoever's in third place, that may be his opportunity to come up. And so you really just want to let them do their thing, let you do your thing and you slay out faster than they do on most maps. There are some exceptions with the, some smaller ones, but most of the time that's the way you want to play it. If you're going for first or second place, which is where sure. you wouldn't lose any ELO, um, which it's so funny saying all this because I used to hate ELO. I used to think that like everybody's ELO farming. That's all anybody cares about. Uh, whatever, about <laughs> humbug, you know, but then I got into it a little bit, not in control or anything like that, because I, I actually do think that that can feel weird because it's like oh, it's it's team based, you know, so I don't know. But individually, like in Rumble, it's like, oh, I kind of get it. You know, you're just trying to see how far you can climb. Uh, you're not like farming trials cards or anything. And so I kind of came to appreciate people like playing to win in that regard. Uh, and if you're doing that, definitely first or second uh, is what you're aiming for first, obviously, but second, you won't lose any points. So, That's so. Awesome. I just I, I love that whole thing because Rumble is my like least favorite least favorite mode to play or it was until we did the being the garbage PvP player I am I didn't get uh, I didn't get a Redrix Claymore I had to do the broadsword quest uh. like a pleb uh, which involved you know twenty five uh, Rumble matches in it and I just like groaned when I saw that but then actually sitting there and playing it was. I don't know, maybe one of the more fun parts of my Destiny 2 PvP world is thinking about that running those 25 <laughs> rumble matches. And Yeah. I still remember the very last one, game number 25. I got my sum of all tiers. Uh, oh, what? That's awesome. What the hell map is it? It's the one where B is out on that platform and there's that like underground hallway and the toilet bowl there. Is that yes, Endless yes. Veil? Endless oh. Veil. Yeah. Yeah. It was Endless Veil. And I just basically stood between the two like little walkways with a shotgun and shotgun anyone who came into the inside and then pulse rifled anybody out further and stuff like that. And I was just like, I just remember it because I was like, holy cow, all of this time I've spent playing these rumble games and I actually got good. And then I stopped playing it because I <laughs> was like, we feel like I'm never going to top this one. So now we just play it in private matches. But I, I do think that rumble is one of those things that, for me, it helped me learn the maps better than I'd ever learned it playing team games because yeah, I knew where people would like I learned spawns better that way. That's awesome. Right. So um, Rumble. Sometimes warrants a different loadout than like threes would warrant because you have a much faster mm-hmm. like you, you might have to turn around and engage someone a lot quicker, right? You get into a lot more one V two, one V three situations. Absolutely. Um, so did how 
How long did it take you to figure out your loadout? And then did you pretty much stick with it through the rest of your climb? Uh, yeah, I, it, I, no, I didn't know right away. Um, I think, I don't remember what I was using to start. I just remember what I finished with. <laughs> um, cause at, at first I didn't really understand the concept of speed being so important in rumble. Like I was talking about, cause the way you typically would play it, if you're not trying to just, you know, uh, be number one all the time is you're just thinking, I just want my KD to be positive. That's, that's most of the time what people, what they're running through their head. And so I was running just whatever did that for me. And then I realized that like, man, speed is so important. Getting to the next engagement is so important. It's not so much being able to turn on a dime as it is getting to the next engagement as fast as possible. Back when it was eight player rumble, it was turning on a dime. Now that it's six player and that people leave matches and stuff, sometimes you're in a match with only five people or four people. You need to get to that place as fast as possible. And you can do that in a lot of different ways. Some of the top players are running dune marchers, titans, um or uh not dune marchers but that is one but also peacekeepers titans uh mm, which if yeah. you're running smg makes you like the fastest class in the game um so that is one place so if you're running stompies that all the exotics that help boost your movement i didn't run stompies but i wanted to move fast and i was running hunter and so i ran lightweight weapons lightweight weapons became king for me so whatever was the best lightweight weapons i actually looked through my vault put them all on my character and just started playing with them to see like what was the best one that felt best to match with a fusion rifle that I was playing with at the time, which was Cartesian coordinate, which I put 17,000 kills on in one season. <laughs> um, and some idea yeah. of how much work involved. <laughs> yeah. And so it, I ended up my two favorites and I wish you, you can still get one sometimes, but the farewell, uh, the season of the splicer sidearm, love that thing. It's a lightweight sidearm. I uh, just put a, mine rolled with full auto as a perk before it was just a mod. Um, so now, you know, you could just get any of them, put a full auto mod on. Um, but it just feels so good. I, th and I have people comment on YouTube, what's that sidearm? What's that sidearm? And it's just season of the splicer. It's called farewell. I love it. And then I alternated between that and the multi mock was really big at the time. It hadn't been nerfed yet. Uh, and it was, I just had all range, range fire, you know, or iron reach, whatever the perk combo was there. And it just felt so good. Um, it doesn't feel as good as it does then. Right now, I think Borrowed Time is one of my favorite, but um, Multimock was so good. Uh, both lightweight stuff. I tried every once in a while using a lightweight pulse, the old Callus uh, pulse from the, D, from the D2 year one raid. Um, that pulse rifle, I, I'm blanking on the name right now, but it's it's really good. Is that the inaugural address? Yes, yes, with head seeker because oh. it's like a standard roll. You can't get anything different, but it felt pretty good. And you know, light level doesn't matter, so you can use anything. So I used that for a while for a few games. The matches like um, Widow's Court, stuff like that, um, where I needed something to get, like you said, engage two other people fighting far away. I just needed to get some hits and finish them off or something like that. Sure. So that pulse rifle worked good. I wish that I had the lightweight bow that we have now. Um, I didn't, I tried out some lightweight bows, but they just felt awful back then. They feel a lot better now. Um, and in particular, I love Whistler's Whim with gut shot because I can body shot with it super fast. Two shots to the body, they're dead um which feels really awesome don't hmm. have to worry about headshots so i love that bow i wish i had it back then because i might that might have been something i was running um which is funny because now i'm obsessed with lightweight weapons i don't even play rumble anymore and in trials <laughs> i'm like ah, i gotta have my lightweight weapon it feels so good 
It's funny how that works, though, man. I uh, you made a comment about um, never wanting to do that again. Mm. I felt that exact same way after the Redricks grind, because like yeah. like I said, I'm very average, right? Um, and I had I was nice enough to have some of my buddies help me grind out that 2100. But man, it got to a point where, you know, you'd play for five or six hours and you maybe go up 100 points or 200 points, right? Because you have the loss streaks and the win streaks going. And then like friends who are at my skill level or, level or below would be like, you want to play comp? And it's like, I can't. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I, yeah, I got to right? be the worst person on the team. We could play sixes if you want or private matches. But Well, that's um, what makes me so curious about uh, the new comp. Sorry to cut you off. I'm just so curious oh, no, no, about no, no. All the, means, yeah. the new comp that's coming out because it is going to be like some kind of skill-based smash, but also within the rank, we're not quite sure how it's going to work. But I'd assume you'd probably want to play with people that are in your similar vein. But also... The way that they described it, it's not gonna be uh like win based. It's gonna take your individual skill for that match. So if you like continually get zero 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 and your team's carrying you, you're never gonna go anywhere, basically. Is yeah. what is how it reads to me. And so I'm really curious how that's gonna play out. Then is it gonna matter if like I play with other people who aren't as good and like we lose, but I do awesome, what's gonna happen? You know, I I wanna see how that plays out. Well, they did also mention like reduced benefits for good games when you're in a, when you're a higher skill player than the lobby mm. and more benefits when you're a lower skill player with regards to the lobby. So right. hopefully that covers some of the need for like playing with people at your same level that you right. can match make across and hopefully like ideally you'll be able to play with your friends whenever you want. And like right. I know there's a bunch of problems with that, especially if you're going for I mean, I, I would imagine if you're trying to go up towards the top of the top of the top, you're probably going to need to have some coordination in terms of your team makeup and stuff like that. But if you're just playing so. for fun, it would be nice if you didn't, you know, you could play with your friends who were also trying, but not like super serious. Learning. And not have like not punish them. Yeah. Learning. Basically, I want to be able to play with Fluffy when he's doing, you know, his thing and have him not be punished for playing with me. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm really interested to see how this dynamic plays out because I like like I said, I've been just playing with fun weapons and different builds every single week just to keep PvP fun for me. Um because I enjoy that challenge like versus just putting on what I know I can kill with. Um and like I found myself this week going into comp a lot more than control because i'd much rather play threes with the loadout that i'm playing with because i'm going to be playing private matches which is going to be threes you know but am i going to be less inclined to do that when ranked comes because it's ranked i don't know yeah yeah it's going to be interesting um well the good news is uh if you lose enough and get get into the relegation game you can throw on your weapons you know you're going to kill with and stay up (laughs) yeah well (laughs) and i also wonder like are we going to see a, a rise in LFG for ranked yeah. play because people want to actually be on comms? Like it'll be less enticing to just jump into freelance when you could mm-hmm. just go to D2 LFG or jump in any of the many discords you're in and be like, hey, we're playing comp. Does anyone want to jump in? Yeah. You know? Or uh, uh, on top of that, uh, what I'm most curious about is are more people going to be interested in getting better at PvP? Because right now there's a big lack 
in content because YouTubers are afraid to make content where that's educational for the crucible because they feel nobody really wants to get better. And, and it, it, it shows the views on those videos aren't as great as something like, Oh, this new PVE weapon or this seasonal weapon or something like that. Like if you do a, Hey, here's how to blank. People are like, yeah, that's okay. Like I'll, I'll wait for the next video. Uh, whereas comp comes in and there's new mode, 3v3 Rift, 3v3 Showdown, um, and then we've got the typical survival that we're used to, and you have to figure out how to do your team compositions, what plays best, and people are like, I'm going to want to know how to get better at that. I want that rank to show off, and maybe not this season, but they said in the future seasons, they're going to look at putting cosmetic rewards into that comp playlist, and then people are really going to be on top of those yeah. videos, because people will do anything to look cool in Destiny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I think so. I do, I, I really hope it does push people to want to be better, um, and for more of those videos to come up, too, because I, I personally love those videos. Me too. I'm also, Me too. I also, you know, I love the Crucible, and I, you know, that's where I live, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm a little so, biased. Michael, do you have a a goal going into the new comp ahead of time, like a oh man, a, a thing you're actually doing, or you want to see how it's implemented first before you start putting out your. Oh, no, your he's goal. going for the top, man. <laughs> no, no. So here's the deal. I think if I hadn't started doing YouTube stuff, I would absolutely go for the top. But because it's so time consuming, like I'm I'm putting out a video tomorrow over Golden Tricorn that is the most intense. Like I went over every single weapon that can roll golden tricorn right now because it's a, such a misunderstood perk and just the time it took to not only think of the words to explain a perk that no everybody's afraid to use because the perk description is too long and like simplify that and like put it in the right words and edit it but then also play with every single weapon that can roll it and then you know discuss like okay is it worth it and really think about it from every player's perspective like that took so many nights and like that would be nights that I would be giving up to go play comp and just to get a rank, just to show it nothing else. So, so no, I'm, I don't think I will really shoot for it, but am I going to be in there day one playing to see where I place? Yes, I am. (laughs) Am I going to like really enjoy the system and dive in and see what it feels like? Absolutely. Like competitive destiny. It, like I know people say it doesn't exist, but like, it exists for me personally. You know, I want to compete and I want to do good and play with a team and have those games that are 4v4. You know, they've got four and we've got four and we've got 10 seconds left on the clock and you're you're pushing for that last kill. Like, I love that stuff. Inject it into my veins, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I'm going to be in there. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it, but I'm not going to go for anything in particular. Uh, I'm just going to play with the time that I have. I just assumed, sorry, I didn't mean that you were going for top position. I just assumed no, I you're going for ascendant, though, or or up there at least. But I mean, you're you're skilled and you go flawless a lot, so I feel like you have a you have a good chance of at least being you'll be up in that top area just by playing. So we'll see, we'll uh, see. <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy bronze. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we tried, we tried oh, a. Oh, oh when, yeah, when you're ahead. done, I got something to add in too. Oh no, no, go for it. Well, I was just I was just wondering, uh, Nif, so you because you, you said you're going to enjoy bronze. Uh, so I wanted to get your take on if they do implement not weapons, not like not not forgotten situation, right. but more like, you know, cosmetics. If there were like, what is the the stopping point for you that would feel uncomfortable? Like if they put a shader at gold, if they put 
an emblem at whatever the next rank is if they put a glowing armor set at platinum like would that be like you'd be upset about that or would that be like oh that's cool that they did that yeah no i won't be upset i am the least style motivated <laughs> destiny player okay, okay. there is i put shaders on my character or my armor uh like september this year when it was like everyone was golding out i'm like fine i'll gold out that's the first time i put shaders on my stuff in d2 with the exception of the uh the pikachu ship <laughs> just so that we could be the bumblebees but like literally i'm sitting there with like the the, the whatever the green armor from uh what is that what's the hell was that oh solstice, solstice or something no no the pacific uh map what, oh uh, whatever that uh, planet titan. was it's gone titan yeah so like the titan green armor piece with like gold iron banner ones with like uh <laughs> armored material with those shade on it like i always had the ugliest uh honestly i would love for them to put it there because it would give people a reason to play and i joke about being in bronze but if i actually play and have enough time to play and actually get hooked on it again so that i put the other games that i'm playing on my whole goal would be to get out of bronze i would have so much fun just doing that climb and then when you get there and that feeling of accomplishment like I don't know. I like to joke that I'm bad, but I could probably, if I put in time, I could probably get to average at least. Uh, yeah. And yeah. it would just like, I would never be upset about there being cosmetic things that I can't get. I know some people always have that FOMO, but not mm-hmm. me. And that's just like, yeah, you know, give somebody a reward for getting there, putting in the time, putting in the effort or having the skill like, or yep. both like to get to the ASN. I think you're going to have to be both very skilled and put in the time. I don't think anyone's going to luck into that. I think yeah. we need to put for you to be motivated. They just need to put a checklist for each of those different ranks. And as long as you can check off the check on the checklist, you would be happy. Oh, I've been so bad at that. I those first few seasons where we had like the weekly challenges and stuff like that. My my whole goal was to get whatever the seventy five was to finish off the the seasonal bounty. And the last like three seasons, I've ended up somewhere in that sixty eight to seventy range. And I'm like. I could play Gambit and get to 75 or I can just wait till the next season comes out. And I've, so even the checklist motivation is not getting me there yet. These <laughs> days. Man. <laughs> Man, I know that feeling. That's where I'm at right now. Actually, I've done it every other season, gotten to the se- the, the big chunk 4,000 bright dust. And this season I'm at like 62 and I'm like, Oh, I, I actually did my Gambit already, which is a surprise. But it's like I need to do some strikes. I need to do a lot of seasonal content stuff, like play more Catch Crash. And that's the thing that I'm like, I played so much Catch Crash at the beginning trying to get these red borders for no reprieve. And I just, I don't know if I can do it. I want, I, I like, I like cool things. I like Bright Dust, but I also need to make videos and play Crucible. And yeah. I don't know. It's like, uh, it's like, it was like grinded dares for the BXR. I'm yeah. like, you know. I don't care what other weapons are behind uh, that that gate anymore. I got my BXR and I'm done with dares for at least like a season or two. <laughs> Get this. my So I haven't got any of my uh, red borders completed for dares yet. And, I, and there are some I really want. I really want the shotgun in particular. But uh, I got one thing crafted now. And it's the purple sword. That's the only yeah. like it dropped for me randomly. I was like, oh. The rarest thing. Okay, cool. I'm down. Yep. This is great. <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> this is awesome. I uh, I never had an eager edge version of that until I started trying to grind for the BXR, and it dropped dropped 
pretty early and it was before they nerfed it. So it was kind of fun. Like I got to play with that enhanced like lunge across the screen. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. No, it's important to do things that you enjoy, though. I mean, you know, it's. It's okay for them to put. Weapons behind things, I personally think, Um, and even better if it's PVP weapons, like put PVP weapons behind PVP content and let people grind for it or shaders or whatever it might be. Um, You know, if people have the motivation to do it, they'll they'll try. And I get that, you know, not everything's obtainable for people like I, I personally would have to put in a lot of time if I was just like, I want to go flawless this weekend without calling up my buddies and being like, hey, help me go flawless this weekend, right? (laughs) So like, that's not in my wheelhouse, but I know that and I'm okay with that. So I don't like get mad if if I don't get like, you know, another copy of the fusion this weekend, because I know I could hit up my buddies and, and we could grind it out for the night and do it. But at the same time, like, you know, there's there's other stuff out there that I also don't, you know, no one has time to do everything right. You're not yeah, running master right. raids and running comp and running trials and doing all the dungeons flawless like, you know, but but we should reward the people that enjoy doing that shit for doing it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I I'm with you up until the point of the the recluse not forgotten thing that happened, because that's where like I don't want good players just you know, pooping on players that aren't as good as them because they just because they had the ability to go get this thing. It just makes the the chasm that much greater between yeah. skill. And I don't want that. I want encouragement for any skill to want to get better. And I think that, like you said, Cosmetic could do that. If you're, you said, like, I could uh, get in bronze, like I'd be in bronze, Nip was saying, but I could push to go to the next rank if they had that incentive there i'm probably gonna try to go get it and that's what i was looking for as i was wondering about that because i'm really excited for i have a theory that the only reason it's not in this season isn't just because they couldn't just put an emblem in there because they one want to do it right and have like the right rewards for the right spot and see where the population lands like in total and to make sure they put the right rewards in the right spot, but also because they want to make sure that the competitive playlist feels really good because if it feels really bad and they make everyone go in there for the cosmetic stuff, no one's going to touch it again. Whereas if they, they put it in and they like, Oh, there's these few things to change and they change those few things. And the next season it comes back and they put the cosmetic rewards in and everybody's like, it already felt great. And now I want to go do it. You know, come jump in with me. Let's go get that emblem. Let's go get that shader. It could be a pop in playlist. Yeah. I think having multiple carrots is, is good too. Like for the people who intrinsically just want to get better and like to compete and some of that, like I always tell my girlfriend that, you know, she's like, I'm the world's worst loser and I hate playing games against you. And I'm like, man, I'm the world's like, I just want to compete. I don't care if I win or lose. And so that's sort of having that in the comp playlist is a good thing. But I know I'm not, you know, unique or, or I'm not, you know, the model for everybody. Right. Some people are going to need some other incentive to do it. They, yeah. If they're going to put the time and effort to compete. They need to be able to get something out of it. And so, yeah, I think that. Having it for one season with nothing there is fine because people are like, hey, it's new and let's try it out. Uh, But you're going to need probably special incentives in future seasons to keep some of those people to come back that don't have an absolutely great time. I think it's important to like if you have things to show off your skill, like 
you know, thinking back to D1 days um, or even early D2 days, like you see someone with a scarab emblem or you see someone back in the D1 days with like a full set of trials gear or whatever, you know, um, or, or glowing gear, whatever it might be like. I think that that's cool. Like, I think it's cool to load into a match or to get killed by someone and be like, oh, hey, they have that that, you know, emblem that only like 8000 people have or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I, I don't know. Maybe it gets hard to because like we have like 30,000 emblems at this point. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's the reason why an emblem wouldn't be that great for me, because I'm like, oh, I have all these movie of the week emblems. I'm literally never going to take them off. The one I cannot believe that I got the Halloween event uh, emblem for because you could only get it during the the Festival of the Lost. And I just yeah. happened to on a joke with Ascendant Nomad win movie of the week. And I was like, no way. Like I because he told me to submit it. He was like, oh, you should submit that. Like, it's pretty funny. People could see it. And I was like, I don't know. This isn't going to win like a movie of the week. He's like, oh, it's just for more people to see it for the laugh. And I was like, OK, I'll send it in. And then right after that, <laughs> that's we won. Awesome, dude. And I was like, dude, no way. And he was like, wait, really? And I was like, dude, I think we get the Halloween emblem. Like, I think we get like that. Like, it's going to be one of the rarest emblems in the game. And he was like, are you serious? I was like, I'm serious. Like, and so then it showed up in the game. And I was like, I'm never taking this off. It's going like, it's going over all my other movie yeah. of the week emblems. Because it's like, you know, like 50 people have it. I'm never taking it off. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I mean, that's how I feel about um about the Redrix one, because, like, oh, yeah, um, you know, like that's also one where it's just like not a lot of people got it. So it's like it's cool. And, and you know, if it's a cool looking emblem, even better. But yeah, um, for real, that that really know. is the kicker for me with the Halloween one is it's that skull with a crown. And I even because my backup option for winning it because I, I didn't intend to win it the first week. I actually was going to make a piece of artwork because my wife has gotten big into stitching and was going to do like a thing like we're going to do some fabric that had the emblem like stitched into it and like cool. the festival, the lost emblem around it. And, and then I won the first week. I was like, well, I guess we can take that project off the table. We were going to do because, <laughs> you know, we I won automatically <laughs> by, by chance. So, yeah, but I love the emblem. It, it looks really cool. That's super cool, man. Um, so you have, <clears throat> you have a big, um, video that you said that you were working on before i think it was before the show um that's dropping tomorrow you think yeah that's the golden <laughs> tricorn one i so just I was gonna ask okay yeah yeah i'm pumped about it i i almost hit render before the show but i didn't have quite enough time but yeah it's 25 minutes long goes Dude. through that but it's sectioned off into like if you just want to does golden tricorn work good on this rocket launcher? It can roll on a rocket launcher, uh, if y'all didn't know. A one heavy weapon has it, and it's the awesome. red herring void rocket launcher, uh, which sounds stupid, but it is uh it's it's okay. I don't it gives you a peek at like next season if they put this on a linear fusion rifle, it's gonna be like, whoa. And so the the point of the video is to dissect the giant description of it and separate it into okay. Uh, I'm going to give away I'm going to give away a small portion of it if you're if people are interested. But basically, it's two levels of a perk. And the first level is just think of it as rampage hulked out. That's all it is, is it's it's rampage. But instead of rampage is measly 3.5 seconds of a 10 percent buff. It's seven seconds 
of a 15% buff. And all you got to do is get a kill. And people forget that. People just look at the giant perk description. And they're like, I don't know. That looks like too much work. I'm <laughs> never going to do all those steps. And that's before you even get to level two. It's so good at just the first base level of the perk. And so whenever, you, whenever I get golden tricorn to drop on a weapon, I'm like, wait, hold up. Let me pull this over. Do I have this yet? And if I don't have it, I throw it in the vault because it's. I know that it can get me at least an 87.5% damage buff in PvE at all times between Font of Might and that weapon because it requires an ability kill, which you proc Font of Might off of as you're running wells. Um, so it's like whatever weapon has that has the potential to just put out a ton of damage at any given second. So I, I vault everything with Golden Tricorn unless I have it already. But yeah, I think that so was... uh, Sorry, just all that to say, if you want to learn about Golden Tricorn, it'll be broken down into uh, like chapters, basically. So here's how the perk works in general. Here's how level one works. Here's how level two works. Here's all the primary weapons. Here's which ones work best. Here's all the special weapons that use it. Here's what works best. Here's the heavy weapons. And then at the end, I go through a whole like what what other perks synergize with it the best, like things like Pugilist or Demolitionist, because weapons get those combos, which is crazy. And then finally, uh, like an example of how to damage stack it with empowering buffs uh font of might and debuffs because you can stack all that together with golden tricorn so, which is that's so rad, insane <laughs> yeah our, 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 our friend of the show tomorrow. lana um had me hunt for a demolitionist golden tricorn out of bounds um because yes. those drop like candy and uh yeah it's uh it's not too not too bad of a setup especially if you're running like arc titan this season yeah, and Demolitionist yes. <laughs> is good if you're running those storm nades because just you, yeah. you throw it. But the thing is, Demolitionist, you know, it depends on that grenade, which will oftentimes has a longer timer. But if you're running that Arc Titan, you can also, I think, I'm pretty sure on that same gun, you can get Grave Robber Golden Tricorn. Oh. And then you don't even need a powered melee. That's just any melee. Uh, but if you're running Striker anyway... You've got Knockout, which gives you a powered melee every time you do a melee. And so you're getting Golden Tricorn 2 proc and Grave Robber proc at the same time. Reloads your weapon, 50% damage. Reloads your weapon, 50% damage. Reloads your weapon, 50%. Oh, it's, that's so crazy. It's so good. I wish, <laughs> I wish Grave Robber rolled on more, but I think that's one of the only ones that gets that combo. But it, it's a great combo. I, um... Well, and the cool thing is about that gun, at least for this week, is if you play as much PvP as we do, you get like eight perk <laughs> options every right, time it drops. Right. You know, it's you like do. a it's like a page full of perks, and you get like three of them a game. So it's it double is, rep uh, too. If you're if you're not there yet this week, double rep for Gambit and Strikes and Crucible. So I'm going to finish out my Gambit this week because I I've reset twice, which I wouldn't normally do. But I really want to get a trinary system fusion with like an excellent role. And I've got all mm -hmm. these engrams saved up before the end of the season. And I know that if I reset my rink one more time, I'll get that nice three oh. column oh. perk thing. And so I'm like, yeah. and the, the perk pool is like 20 perks long on each column. Sure. And so your odds of getting, I, I turned in like 15 engrams already and didn't get a single perk I wanted. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to grind it out this week. One more reset, and then I'm going to turn in all my engrams and go broke on legendary shards. It's going to be great. <laughs> Are you um? How do you feel about Gambit in general? Like, is do you mind it? Does it bother you? Like, I actually think it's a lot of fun. Um, the only thing that I I don't 
like going in there just to go in there. Um, but when I do go in there, I have fun. It's not like a drag. At least it hasn't been lately, especially with Macabre, with uh, Swashbuckler, the sniper, just <laughs> punching. Okay, when you have an invader and they come in, I just find the nearest PvE enemy, smack them once, pull out my sniper rifle, 205 a bullet to the body. Like, you know, it's just like... That's pretty rad, yeah. Yeah, you're out. And so that that it's been pretty fun with all the combos that i've been running lately um i do miss there was a time three when witch queen dropped and glaives just first came you could glaive skate with bacris like glaive fly basically if you did the right combo and they didn't they didn't take it away for the whole season so i was running that in gambit and just flying from one side of the map to the other and then when someone invaded i would just fly straight over to him and it was it was like it looked like somebody was hacking but it was just all in-game stuff and it was actually really hard to do because you could kill yourself really easily yes yes uh, <laughs> no, but it was so much fun so i i like gambit the only thing that i wish is i see the potential for a pve vp mode that's more like a dark zone or something like there's there's just so much and what gives me hope about that is the new iron banner mode that they showed in the twab has cabal turrets in the picture and i'm like wait are they really going to do this? Because this is this is what I want. I want I want it's not exactly what I want, but it's, you know, getting closer to the let's let's mix PVE stuff in with the PVP yeah. and and not just like go to their area of the map, go to yours, but like have it be a map with both in it. Like that's what I want. So we'll see. I really hope that that because there says like King of the Hill. I really hope that like capturing zones turns those on and then you can start like launching yourself to strategic places like to mm-hmm. fight the other team. There's a lot of potential for <laughs> totally. sure. One of our uh, one of our community members, Monkey, I was in private matches with them when we first figured out glaive skating that season. And oh, we were on. So, you know, dead, yeah, we were on dead cliffs and I was like kind of by that pillar right by heavy. And he was on C like on the catwalk and like in a half second flew over to me and killed me. And I'm like dude <laughs> and he did he did hit the wall a couple times that match uh-huh, and die but uh-huh. you know yeah like when that first drop dude uh, it's insane how much distance like how far you could just fly across the map with that thing that Somebody was at the in my height. uh expedition ahead, tonight was doing some sort of movement uh combination as well because i saw him kill himself four times uh like trying to fly over to where the uh the jammer was and then fly back to the drill and stuff like that. And he just kept hitting mm. walls and dying. And I don't know what he was doing, but mm. maybe he was well skating. That's real big still. Um, yeah, probably. But yeah. I was just like, well, I guess I'm picking you up again. <laughs> You're not very good at the stopping part of it. You're going very That's fast. Awesome. But <laughs> What's cool about the glaive thing is that was, that happened during the Lorley phase where that was really hot. And so yep. the most, I think it's the most viral tweet that I've done was just a, I just posted uh, L plus ratio uh, or it was like broomstick gives L plus ratio to uh Lorelei Titan Splendor Helm or something. And it was just <laughs> me in trials all weekend doing the glaive skate in on dead cliffs, just over to the other side and people would have their barricade up with the flames going just shatter nave dive glaive shot just wipe the entire team and before they could even know what had happened it was gosh what a time yeah that's pretty awesome it'll be interesting to see how glaives um 
come into the meta than if you're saying they're fi- they're hitting or they're fixing hit detection. Yeah. And just with everything else, like if they don't touch G Falcon, it'll be interesting if we see a lot more invisible glaives with that like one shot build or not. I I think it'd be probably more I don't know which if you'll we'll see much of I feel like that's hard for people to master uh the one the one shot stuff uh to me the be- the it's the most underrated video I feel like I have but uh, it's a build that I called the uh oh gosh I'm blanking on the name now so it's it's the uh it's basically firewalker buff from path of burning steps um so I it's basically glaive walker is what glaive it is. Walker, so it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so it, you use the path of burning steps, which is solar. So any of your solar stuff that you do gets you more stacks of this buff that lets you one shot with unstoppable force. And it's just so easy to do that. Once you have that shield going, even with the lower damage reduction, 50% versus 75%, that's still a ton of damage reduction. It just feels so good and so easy to keep going. All the other one stat, one shot glaive methods require like all these hoops to jump through or, or like your Falcons. You got to like melee out at just the right time and preemptively come out and then take your shot and all that stuff. Whereas Path of Burning Steps, you just keep playing the game as it is and you just randomly get one shots. So I feel like it's really, really strong. And if we get like, say if we get a glaive, next season that is like a craftable solar one because right now the biggest problem with it is you have to run a raid to get a solar glaive lubres that's the only solar glaive that's the only glaive that can get swashbuckler like there's all sorts of stuff like that that you you have to have lubres to do so it'll be interesting to see what comes along um because yeah glaives are gonna it's gonna be good it's gonna be really good i forgot i did i did craft that one too that uh, the unstoppable force build because I remember you calling that out and I'm like, did it's I have good. that? And yeah, I did. It's it's <clears> my favorite. I I like swashbuckler like that whole thing, but the thing with the swashbuckler build, like with a throwing knife and then swapping to the glaive, it's like a little bit more mechanic heavy. And then even then, y- you can only one shot up to like seven Brazil or something like that. Whereas mm. this one. You keep you can just one shot anything uh, or at least really close to anything. And the more you use it, the more like if you get to level two, you're one shotting anything, even like people with overshields and stuff like it gets so strong as you stack it. It gets up to I'm not sure. I know in PVE it's 40 percent a buff, but I it might be. And that stacks on top of Unstoppable Force. You've got that 30 percent plus 40 percent. So it's a crazy crazy amount once it's once it's all stacked together it's a lot that's cool i mean i you know they they've they've really kept a tight lip on what we're gonna see next season so you really have yeah 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 i mean i was well i guess we'll probably get dumped on what thursday um right yeah because that's the last thing so well but like i guess they've also been doing that like when the they've been releasing like patch notes like after the update comes out too so i bet monday monday we get a trailer or something like some sort of teaser thing and then because you'll get a a tweet from the community manager like hey go dark now if you don't want to hear anything and then they start posting stuff so that might happen on thursday but i could see them waiting till sunday or something and then monday get everybody hyped 
But I don't know, maybe they want to ride that hype wave and it does start on Thursday. I could see that happening, but we definitely won't get all the patch notes, but we'll probably get some. Get some, yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's always fun having a new meta. I um, mm-hmm. I enjoy not using the same guns over and over and over again. So definitely same. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, what else do we have? Um, did either of you guys jump in to the community stuff at all? I only did to like you said, like playing Crucible and getting your boxes. That's basically how I completed the whole event was just playing Crucible, which was really nice that I could do that, fill out. I had like one or two red borders left that I needed, got those. And then on top of that, more importantly, the fact that they gave Bright Dust for Mm, those boxes, that's huge. They're so stingy with Bright Dust now because of the other ways we have to earn it. And so to have... Like I saw a lot of people online hating on the event, but because of just the Elixir quarter not improving much, which I could I can feel the disappointment. I can I can see how that could be the case. But as someone who jumped in days after the event was over and just and just started getting bright dust and filled out my red borders, I'm like, hey, this is pretty great. I, I you know that we're about to get a whole new season of content. I don't really need content right now. I need these red borders filled out and I need more bright dust. So this is awesome. Yeah, it was over I, by the time I logged into. Like <laughs> <laughs> the first time I logged in, I was like, "Oh, I don't need to unlock anything. I just need to go around the elixir quarter to get my triumph and move on with life." Cool. Oh, I didn't even do that. I probably <laughs> I didn't even fly into that zone. I just I just, oh, I just saw the, no, I just saw the cheese and and took my bounties out, and donated it, all the map stuff, and that was it. That's really funny. Um, yeah, I I thought it was. I, I mean, I obviously am just one person. I don't represent the community as a whole, but I like kind of giggled when I saw people were like complaining about not upgrading the quarters enough and stuff. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I guess like I just I have a different perspective and different things are important to me. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm getting things and like still playing the game. Like, okay, cool. Like, you know, it's it's so it crazy that this is spawned online at least on 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 twitter that i that i see i don't know about reddit i'm i'm scared to look right now um (laughs) but but on just social spaces people are like bungie's in such a bad spot right now blah 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 blah. and i'm like hey it's literally just the elixir quarter i'm having fun with the rest of the game and like we're getting a whole like i feel like people forget there's literally a whole season coming next week like that we don't know anything about and new pve content like they've said every season we're getting a dungeon or a raid and so there's like and i'm guessing a new i think it's time for a new dungeon because we got king yeah, fall yeah, so yep. yeah so i love dungeon solo content is my favorite i'm a pvp player and that's my favorite content in the game is solo dungeon blind like that's so much fun so i yep. i'm pumped for all of that i i, I think it's easy for people to get mixed up in their head what is important to them whenever everybody starts saying hey this this needs to be a certain way and they're like oh that should have been better and yeah if you look at the donations and the way it was cheese it's like yes the elixir quarter should look better it would be hilarious if spider really was hoarding everything (laughs) and it becomes a true political drama you know like i would love that (laughs) yeah but if it doesn't that's cool too Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, it's just it is it is kind of funny. I mean, but that's just that is the community, right? Like, like there's always someone's always upset about something, but they're they're the 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 loud few versus those that are the happy many. Right. 
and and I get it. Like, you know, I love PvP, but I would love PvP more if there was new maps every season or, you know, a couple maps mm-hmm. every year, whatever it is. But we have some coming. Um, but I mean, metal like meta wise, like I feel like they've really locked down PvP pretty well. Like a lot of things are viable. It's not just you have to run one thing, you know, and and that's nice. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited know. to try it out without because I feel like they adjusted all the all linear fusions and stuff like that. But then this weekend was zone control trials. And so there was just a lot, a lot of Sentinels doing the bubble 100 intellect strat. And that kind of thing gets frustrating. Uh, but that's really the only thing that was frustrating me this week. So and that so that's saying something, you know, all the weapons feel like pretty diverse i didn't feel like anything was like crazy out there it was just i i need to go look at the stats actually i'm curious after everything's been adjusted and we had to a rotating map this weekend in trials what was the top 10 i might i might pull it up while we're talking um yeah. but it's it's just a interesting time uh because they've kind of adjusted all the problem stuff already you know, back down. Yeah, I guess forerunners kind of sticking out right now at mm. a pretty high percentage. Um, like sidearms, they can in general. be challenged. Like, I mean, there's tons of guns that you can challenge forerunner with, where it's not going to win out every every game, right? Yeah, and we've got the opposite. This is like one of the few times in Destiny's history, other than when we didn't have special weapon stuff, where a sidearm and pulse rifles are the top sixteen percent and twelve percent of weapon kills in PVP and shotguns are next up after that. And then hand cannons. So like there's not, I feel like there's not much to complain about other than the one forerunner. Like if you don't like that, like Drang's really strong too, but like they're right alongside each other Forerunner, Drang, no time battler, peace of mind. Shiras. Those are all the top weapons that it's so crazy not to see a fusion shotgunner sniper in there or an exotic uh special weapon there's no exotic special weapons in the top 10 so that's it feels it, i don't know it feels pretty good i i'd agree with you i and also i just thought of this when bungie did their vidoc earlier in the season one of the guys said his favorite weapon in the current meta is the new dungeon pulse rifle which is what's coming out this season right. this coming season i need to go so back dungeon will that. have new weapons yeah yep so. i'm excited for that i did not run the last dungeon enough so i'm hoping to get a few more into this one yeah i know mm. i'm gonna be out of town when it drops i i definitely enjoy day one dungeon and day one raid stuff so i'm sad yeah. that i i'll be missing that out but the good news is it's supposed to have good weather so happy about that um lucky yeah right hey man (laughs) i'm okay with it yeah i know my uh you know my snowblower needs needs maintenance and i was shoveling i was shoveling the driveway today like uh like me in my 20s (laughs) yeah we faded snow today so that's we just got rain oh dude it's getting cold today, but the rain has already moved on, so we're in good shape. Between the wife and I, I think we did three sessions on the driveway to keep up with it because we got oh, a man. decent amount of snow. Mm, yeah, not awesome. Nah, it's what happens. Got it cleared off, pulled the grill out, grilled up dinner. All was well. There you go. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, hey, I played another game this week. Isn't that amazing? Uh. The kiddo, where were, where were we doing? I think it was on Sunday. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, oh, no. 
Mike, you want to play games? She's like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. So we jumped on Fall Guys and did some nice. co-op Fall Guys. Uh, I will say, man, you know, we don't play it a lot, but when we do play, it's fun. And they, they have done a good job of changing up the game modes, like the different shows that they have or whatever. Like they had, they had like a time trial, like a speed run event which was kind of fun. Like you have five minutes to make your best speed run attempt and you can hit restart whenever you want. And it's just whoever logs the best time on that map. That's um, cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what? that makes tons of sense. Like it's you have five minutes and like most of the runs are like 20 to 40 seconds. Like so you get a couple tries to like do do a flawless run, um, you know, and just like or collect coin or jump through hoops or, you know, whatever it was. And and we had a blast, man, because there was like five or six different new modes that they had. So I don't know. It was it was a good time. Playing some other than than D2. <laughs> <laughs> it can feel good, man. Yep. Uh, did you guys get into anything else besides Destiny? I haven't got week? into anything, but I really want I had to do some Christmas shopping because, you know, family members start asking, hey, what a what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, please don't ask. I don't, I don't need anything. You know, I'm good. And then I started browsing through. I was like, what games are coming out? And I was like, oh, what is this? This Callisto Protocol game made by the people who did Dead Space. It looks literally like Dead Space, and they're unashamed of it looking like Dead Space. I and thought when it was Dead Space with the, the green on the back of the neck yeah. when I saw it first, so... Yeah, and I love Dead Space. One of my I love we love in this family. We're big horror movie fans, and so whenever uh, Dead Space came around, I played through the whole thing. Loved it. I love the atmosphere of those games, and so I know that that company can do atmosphere. So I'm looking for. I immediately just like okay, this is the one thing on my Christmas list. So this somebody can get me this because it comes out early December. Um, and then that gives me time to play that a little bit before the Dead Space remake comes out in, I think, January. So I'm pumped for both of those. Very, very excited. I, I need more horror type. I, I, my my void has not been filled that has been missing from when the PT demo came out uh, a few years ago. I just like have been waiting for a new uh silent hill revival i guess they're making a remake soon too but i i just love those kind of games that i don't know why it's so funny because i don't i'm not a big like oh, i want to get scared like that's not really me like i like watching <laughs> the stuff i think it's the atmosphere being a videographer and like the way scenes move and the way it can make you feel something i don't know maybe something about that and i thought the dead space games did a really good job of making you feel the terror of the people on those space stations so uh i'm pumped to jump into that hopefully later next month yeah it looks the the couple screenshots that i just saw online look pretty cool it looks looks awesome um sweet yeah I played lots of things, but none of them were anything new. Just the usual, <laughs> the Gwent, the FIFA, the Slay the Spire. Oh, you're playing FIFA? I didn't know that you got back into the FIFA. Yeah, not the Ultimate Team. I'm just playing single player. It's a, a game that I can play and just put down when the dog starts acting up. So mm. basically, my whole plan is just to make sure that he doesn't cause problems, and then I'm happy. Um, so nice. that's sort of the thought there, is that... Yeah, uh... It's a game I can enjoy and not have to worry about him, uh, me like getting a quitter penalty because I have to go take care of a dog being an a hole. 
I had, oh, I felt bad. I had my game crash on me in the middle of a comp match today, and I haven't had that um, for for a month or so. So I was like, oh, feels bad. They they push they push some sort of update every every once in a while that my PC does not like, and like some seasons are fine, and some seasons I know like at least once a day. I'm gonna have to like back out and verify files. Ah, dang! The, the downside of the PC versus you know Xbox, PlayStation world. Yeah. <clears throat> um. See what else? Oh, uh, so TV stuff. Um, I don't know if either of you guys saw Wednesday yet on Netflix. I'm um, not, but I've heard good things. I'm a big fan. We really the entire thing. Yeah. Now, my wife loves Halloween stuff. Um, so Adam's family, Beetlejuice, that sort yeah. of stuff is always always a must in our house. But I. I thought that they took something that could have been more high schooly, like a Sabrina, the teenage witch, you know, right. kind of like how they redid that, mm-hmm. which isn't bad, but it definitely has that that youth kind of younger element feel. To it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I felt like I felt like, well, there's hints of that in Wednesday. It, they did a really good job with it. That's like, cool. Yeah, so worth the watch for sure. Um, I saw so I saw that you put Andor on there. Oh, um, yeah. On those hits. Uh, have have I, y'all talked about that yet? So we nope. haven't. Have, Rob, have you watched it at all? I have not. I started watching a couple of shows, but it wasn't Andor this week. So, okay. Have you watched any of it yet? Me? No. Okay. So we can talk without giving things away. I think, which would be good. I mean, you can talk about it. uh, No, because I don't spoil anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I've watched the first season of Mandalorian, and that I think is the last thing of the Disney world or the Star Wars world that I've watched. Mm. So, I understand that uh, this is one of those ones that's much much more exciting in terms of there's, like for yeah there's I've heard not nothing like news uh, about it there's not like bejeweled uh you know vespas on it like there was in um Book oh, of yeah <laughs> yeah it just yeah. feels a little more like centered for the adult audience i think yeah. is the best way to say it and i i put off watching it for a while that's why i kind of put it on this list is cuz i was just busy with youtube stuff busy with work and family and then I just I don't remember what happened. I was like, okay, I got to watch it. I got to just sit down. I'd watch. So I watched two episodes and I was like, oh, it's okay. Like, I'll I'll pick it up later. Like, I like the feel of it. It felt very um, Blade Runner kind of like the first episode in particular felt like, okay, like give me Blade Runner vibes sci fi. I like that. It's more down to earth than the big epic Star Wars stuff. And then that third episode, when you get to that and the show just freaking takes off and grabs you by the neck and doesn't <laughs> let go until the very end and even then i'm like i want more yeah you know yeah. i just oh man it it just it got me good i watched the first two episodes one night and then i finished the show like all the rest of the episodes in two nights after that i was just just ran through it because i couldn't stop like i wanted they invested so good in the characters throughout the show and not just the Star Wars universe, like they were good throwbacks and stuff, but it wasn't like in your face, like all the new Star Wars movies mm-hmm. are. They're like, oh, look at this reference. Look at this callback. Look at this thing. And there was that stuff in it, but it was like in the background. It like wasn't in the forefront. 
uh, and it, it, the characters were in the forefront. And that's what yeah. I loved about it is just like the culmination of all the character building came to fruition in the end. Um, and I heard somebody say something. This doesn't give anything away. It just is kind of the perfect summation of the show uh, that the finale was like not surprising because of the way they built the characters up throughout the show. Like everything made sense of what would happen because they did such a good job with character development. I was like, that's it. It was just like exactly what you expected because they, all the characters were built up perfectly to do that, uh, which I love. You don't see that all the time in shows anymore. Sometimes you can like see them like writing the characters almost as you're watching it. And yeah. here it just felt so natural and yet had that sci-fi feel, that gritty feel, that political adult feel too. So I loved it. I got real hooked. Yeah, I think that they, they, I agree, man. I think they did a really good job. And I think, um, I think it was cool. Like there was definitely a, a couple things that happened. Um, that I was just like, Oh wow. I was not expecting that hiccup or that bump or, you know, whatever, whatever you want to uh -huh. call it. And I was like, this is really cool. Like, I like, I like how they, they went with this, you know, and, um, really kind of rogue one vibes too. You know, and I, I really enjoyed Rogue One. That was a yes. good, good flick. So I turned to my wife at one point because she was like on and off. What? She's not a big uh, sci-fi Star Wars fan. And she just came in and out of the room as I was watching it. And there was one point when a show was over and I was like, it kind of feels like a little bit of that Tarantino vibe where like just random stuff happens. That's just life stuff that happens that sends characters <laughs> on this trajectory. And, and it makes sense in the world that that would happen. You just don't see that in movies much where like just yes. this random thing happens and then they're doing this other thing. Uh, when I, but I love that. Cause then I can't read what's going to happen next. Cause just some, some random thing could happen. It isn't some character making a bad decision. That's frustrating. It's just this thing happened and now we got to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree, man. I think that those, those, um, how do we label them? Environmental problems that arose, yeah. you know, or that cause situations to like change. Like, I think that that, that helped so much because it was like a surprise, but it also like it was kind of like, OK, I and I like the good guy's going to win. But how is like how's this all going to play out? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love oh, that. That's cool. So uh, I totally I, I totally spaced on the second show that you have written down. Did you get time to watch it? Because I I did not. Yes. Like, I, I heard it was a thing, but I know nothing about it. So, OK. I'm only going to say one thing. So I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I actually forgot about it the day it came out. I was like, oh, yeah, this is out. And so we were going to watch something else. I was like, can I watch this, though? It's like 45 minutes. It's not very long. So it's not, It's like a you know episode of a show length. And mm -hmm. it's got all the Guardian characters in it uh, to some degree. And it was it's basically a comedy. Like you got to approach it like a holiday special, you know, <laughs> and it's it's good. I was laughing uh, throughout the whole thing. Um, and then at the very end that not like the very end, but there's something towards the end that happens that I literally like almost fell on my chair laughing, could not believe <laughs> the Avengers callback that they did. I was like, no way. No, because you had to. It was one of those things where you had to have seen the other movies to get the reference. 
and it was so good. It, like you'll know it immediately when you see it. You're like, no oh, way. <laughs> so that, that's it. <laughs> it was worth it for just even if I didn't like the rest of the movie, which I I did. I liked the whole thing, but it was like it was just a fine, you know, laughable thing. And then that thing happened. I was like, oh my gosh, worth it. I know even if it's a joke, it's so good. <laughs> that's cool, man. That's super cool. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I totally I I saw that it came out or I saw that it was referenced and I totally fell off my radar. So I'm glad that you put yeah. it in the show notes because I will I'm say real, real quick, if even if you that's not your dig, if if you haven't seen. Uh, oh, dang it. Now I'm going to blank on it. Uh, uh, dang it. What's what's its name? Uh, by night. Werewolf by night. Um, that special that they did for Halloween one of the best Marvel things that's come out in a really long time. It was so, yeah, it was so, I expected it to be like a laughable type thing, like the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special was, because that was kind of like more jokey, but it was like an actually like pretty grounded, like, yeah, it had hokey stuff in it, but like pretty grounded in this new type of Marvel. It's all black and white and it like has its own vibe and it's like more violent than Marvel usually is, it's pretty good. I, w- I was really impressed. And, oh, and the special effects are all, like, they go into the black and white vibe of uh, animatronics and, like, actual uh, props rather than just CGI. And so it felt like it had that vibe that felt really good uh, and polished in a way that I like as somebody who likes, like, the old, like, The Thing uh, and monster movies like that. So I, I really dug it. I thought it was really, really cool. Oh, cool. Is it? Uh, I'm not a huge like horror movie buff and I saw mm-hmm. it and uh, the, the preview made it seem like it was a horror movie. So I just no. kind of like, no, no, it, it's got no. like actual typical Marvel action. You would see just in a different style. I don't think there's really anything scary about it other than some horror homages that they paid to different horror movies but there's nothing in it that's like this is like this is scary or anything like that it's more like it's more like marvel's typical kind of stuff but more in the i guess if you were a fan of some of the monster themed marvel comics which i i did not read comics as a kid so i don't or as an adult and so i don't know the lore as much um but i did really enjoy the story regardless that's super cool. I'm glad you said something because I will I will definitely add that one as well to my list of things to watch with the missus. Yeah. Um cool. Uh hey Nips, I forgot to send this to you. Did you see that they have a Luther movie coming out? I knew they were making one. I did I knew it was coming. I didn't know how soon it was. So I am there super a- excited about that because well, I mean, the last season ended in a way that made sense but also was kind of depressing which mm. i guess is the whole point of luther but uh i'm excited to see what the movie brings yeah i saw i saw a picture of the poster for it on reddit and i meant to tag you on it and totally forgot oh idris elba swoons <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i'm excited about that uh i finally finished house of the dragon this week mm, yep that was good yeah, it was fine. I don't. I'm not excited for season two, but I'll watch it when it comes. <laughs> um, like it was just fine. <laughs> um, I'm more excited for season three of his Dark Materials coming out uh, next week. So that's I, I started watching that with the misses a while back, 
and uh she wasn't into it so i kind of fell off so i gotta give that that series another go i mean again much like the witcher it, it, it is my one of my favorite book series of all time so i was if they do it halfway decent i'm gonna be all in anyways i just wanted to succeed after how awful the golden compass movie was <laughs> oh shit that's awesome dude uh let's see what else we got um hey we started a new distance contest fitness contest with the discord this week kind of <laughs> this is week zero <laughs> if you well will. this is week zero yeah so it's kicking off so it's still time to sign up set your baselines whatever um as far as the other distance contests like that that ended what last week yeah i think week before um it worked out pretty well I enjoyed it. So, I thought it was a good way of doing it. I'm uh, a nicer. The first three weeks went really well for me, and then the weeks four through six sort keep, of just keep improving. Oh, I, I kept going up, going up, and then the bottom fell out. So we tried to uh, Lego. We've done we've done quite a few fitness competitions over uh-huh. the years, and uh, we've had some people on our Discord drop like serious, like triple digit pounds. Dang. Um, yeah. So it's it's. It's worked out and we are trying different stuff. So this last one, we kind of gamified steps and distance. And so this one that we have coming up starting this week, and I think we're running it till the end of January. So we're doing like more weeks this time just to kind of get people into a habit before New Year's rolls around. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Yeah, we're going to gamify. We're taking that same idea of like gamifying distance, but I think we're going to work in... Uh, actually tracking weight loss again and then um like cross training too like so you know you do getting points for doing like yoga or or, you know going to the gym or swimming or whatever whatever other stuff you can do besides just getting out and running or walking or biking or whatever so that's cool yeah man so anyways if anyone's uh interested in joining there's definitely still time as always it is free um I think there's there's like six or seven of us already. Uh, Nips, you got to tag me because I don't think I have you on there, but I assume you're doing it. Yeah, I'll do it. But um, but yeah, yeah. So anyone's interested, come and come and join us. Come get healthy with us. I know I need I need a reason to have a couple less beers a week again. Yeah, that'll that'll be good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I gotta. My hope is that. We're starting to build the foundation again. I just, I need to get myself into the weight room. Steps were great and all, and I need it for the dog, but for actual sustained success, I need, I need that weightlifting to do it for me. Yeah, I think I just need, I think it helps for me to just track my weight weekly. That keeps my diet in check. The The distance gets me out there, but um, well, that's always the most helpful. Weight so. is always weight. diet anyways. Yeah, I mean, really, really, that's that's what it is. Heart uh, health, that's your cardio part. Uh, if you want to get strong, you got to lift weights. But <laughs> if you want, or if you want to look a certain way, weights are probably pretty important for that too. But if you want to just weigh less, it's basically what you put in your body. We uh, <laughs> we're going out of town for a week, so we've been like, we're like, okay, let's not go grocery shopping. Like, let's just eat. The random shit that we have in the house. So it just we aren't wasting it. <laughs> and like so 
So like meals tonight, I'm like, well, let's see, I can cook two burgers for two people. And uh, I guess you get chicken nuggets and uh, I'm going to have uh, granola and some yogurt. <laughs> in, uh, in our family, we call that pick and grin. No, we're just going to pick and grin tonight because you just got to <laughs> pick what, what you got and you're going to grin about it. <laughs> yep, yep, it just it is what it is. Like, yeah, uh, fun times. But you know, it's you got you got to do it right. It's like I'm leaving. I'm leaving on Friday, so I almost to can't go and buy a bunch of food. It's yeah, just pointless. it's wasteful. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. Should we uh, throw some songs on the playlist and uh, call her a night? Yeah, let's go do that. I go check on the dogs upstairs after I had to yell at them and send them up in the middle of the show tonight. <laughs> 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 I saw it happening, so I muted the mic before it happened. But yeah, Aries was sitting on the couch over to my right, and the other dog came down the stairs. And I know he's a little territorial of the basement, so I saw him like pick his head up and look at her. And I'm like, "Well, let's mute now because it's going to be a sound of a a pity mix jumping off a couch to ch- charge a twelve pound or a sixteen pound, uh, you know, Shih Tzu poodle mix." So. <laughs> And he ran over there and t- touched her with his nose and she fell over like she was dead. And then I was like, and then got back up and barked at him back. And I'm like, all right, everybody upstairs. I'm done with this. <laughs> You're all going to bed. He's in his kennel with his Kong now. And she's <laughs> locked in the, uh, her little bedroom area. And I'm like, you all just deal with your shit. I'm not, <laughs> I gave you a chance and you blew it. <laughs> uh, kids. <laughs> kids. Well, yeah, Karina left for Texas on Saturday, right? Uh, gone for a week for work. And I took Aries back to the farm to play, and I came back home like four hours after I left. And she's sitting in the sunroom, like shaking uncontrollably and like lethargic. And so I'm like, this dog is 15 years old, has a mass on the liver. The You know, that day is coming sometime in the future. Uh, I was like, you cannot do this to me literally five hours after I dropped your mom off at the airport for <laughs> her leaving you for the first time in like 15 years for more than a couple of days. <laughs> and so my weekend was basically spent dealing with that. And thankfully, thankfully she's back to her old tough bitty self and picking fights with dogs four times her size. That's, that's what old dogs do. Yeah. So songs. Yeah. What has Ben got for us this week? But Ben has Better by Mockery. Makari? I don't know. I'm going to go with Mockery. I like. I, I read it as Makari when I looked it up, but I like Mockery way better. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like we're doing the whole macabre, macabre thing again. <laughs> right. yeah, there you go, right? Um, Lego, what do you got for us? I, if it's not been added yet, Joker and the Thief by Wolfmother. It has uh, not. Not on. I don't think it's actually been on, on any of them, actually. Uh, it was on an EA game playlist once. And I think it was on a FIFA soundtrack one time, which is how I know it. It was also on Rock Band, the yes. original Rock Band on Xbox, oh, which is where I fell in love with it. I should have fallen in love with it sooner. It's a great song. But uh, just every time. Uh, back in the day with the old college buds, that song, Rock Band, give me the fake guitar, even though I'm a drummer, just so I, I can have free roam to rock out 
Uh, it is fantastic. We we would we would literally set it up in our apartment, the rock band set, as as if we were doing a performance and just go insane. <laughs> so great. I'll never forget. That's awesome, man. I actually was not FIFA, by the way. I had to look it up. It was MLB 07, the show, is where I first heard oh, it. Oh, okay. Which is actually the same year that it came out on the Rock Band uh, DLC. Nice. So, that's awesome. Um, cool, cool. Rob, what you got for me? Well, uh, it is the World Cup time. So, instead of celebrating countries that made it to the World Cup, I'm going to celebrate the... Uh, Country, the most famous country that didn't make it this year, uh, and that is Italy. So you know my pick mm. is going to be my <laughs> console. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, perfect setup. God, uh, so I'm actually going to do uh, Modern Jesus by Portugal the Man. <laughs> oh, God, I did not even hear, like, like, it didn't even click. That you were going there. That was, <laughs> that was beautiful. I do what I can to try to keep that bit alive for at least I, a few you more know, weeks. Yeah, beat those beat those dead horses <laughs> into the ground. Um God, what do I want to do here? I'm gonna go with uh local heroes POS and Mike Mitchen. Uh get down. Uh they're both from Doomtree. Mm. And this is a very like uh, energetic um, hip hop song. It's got some got some good vibes to it. I don't know. Get you get your head moving. I like right. the sound of that. Let's see. And that puts us at thirty nine songs, two hours and twenty minutes into the day four playlist. Sweet. It's a full drive back to the parents and home again without having to uh, hear the same song twice. Yeah, I um, pretty sure one of the clips I uploaded this week had that playing in the background <laughs> because I was like, oh, shit. When I when I redo my clips, it takes whatever I'm listening to on Spotify and adds it in there. Right. Because it just sees uh... all the all the sounds as one. So, yeah. Anyways, um, good times, man. Lego, I want to uh, thank you for gracing us with your presence tonight, man. It was, yeah. uh, it was a fun show. It was a fun time, man. I, I enjoyed talking with you guys. Uh, any chance to talk Destiny and uh, talking with it with you all was awesome. Yeah. Cool, man. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully one of these days we'll uh, log some PVP time or something together. Yeah. Will match. I'd be down with that. I'm down. Have some, have some Voop Nation fusion fun out there. <laughs> well, uh, everyone, um, he hinted at it a little bit, but make sure to check out the uh, Golden Tricorn video. Get in your uh, farming for the end of this week before reset. You know, get yourself set up with some good weapons for going into next season because you're going to need some. Yeah, I checked my vault while we were talking about that. Uh, and I have the grenade launcher. Um, oh, that's it. Forbearance or? Uh, no, the other. No, the so, um, what is that called? Explosive uh, personality. Explosive. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that one's pretty good with it. That one is pretty good. Particularly because it stacks with Path of Burning Steps uh, that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, right. We're just going to move that over to uh, <laughs> the 
the warlock and I'll hang out there and we'll give it some tries this week. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'll... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I, don't I, got I was just going to say, man, uh, why don't you plug all your stuff so people know like where to find you, YouTube, Discord, all that good stuff. Yeah, you can uh, find me at Lego LE Flash on Twitter, on YouTube, on TikTok, uh, and also now on Hive, just in case uh, something happens. <laughs> and, but yeah, check it out on YouTube in particular, Lego LE Flash. Um, lots of guides and breakdowns on how to do things and also lots of fusion rifle conversations <laughs> yeah yeah and i got um i got your discord information off of i think i think off of youtube um but that's super helpful too you know if people if people like are looking at weapons and stuff like that like i've seen i've seen some people get some help for sure like yeah. and that's rel- that's more relatively new for you, right? The Discord. Yeah, yeah. Discord only launched like three weeks ago or something like that, and I wouldn't have even done yeah. it if it wasn't for lots of people I trusted from some other communities that were like, "Hey, man, like we'll come and help you out." Like, because I don't know anything about Discord streaming. Like, I'm not a streamer. I just do the YouTube, and that is it right now. I do the podcasts and YouTube, and that that's it. And so, uh, yeah, I kind of had to. I had too many people ask to not make one you know <laughs> just people kept being like hey is there a discord we'd like to like talk more and find other people who like your stuff and i'm like yeah i should make one okay okay <laughs> we need to the the one thing that we need uh in your discord is we need you to get whatever bot uh plunder the booty uses so that when you post things on youtube it posts to other people's discords uh <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty rad like it just they'll just like auto post like whoever signs up for it in that way oh that's right? cool i didn't know about that i'll mm-hmm. have to check that out yep get you some get you some more clicks right very nice yeah i'm writing it down as we speak <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome um cool man well Again, thanks again, and everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, this episode's going to come out early, and then we have, with me being on vacation, I think we're recording again Saturday, so like almost two weeks from now. Saturday the 10th, yeah, of December. 10th, yeah. So. Yep. So with a little another bit of, uh, new guest that we've never had on before, so yeah, that should be exciting. Yeah. Nope, it'll be a good time. We're going to talk music. That's all I'm going nice. to say. So, cool. Well, thanks, everyone. Have a good one. Peace out. Peace. Avoid yellow snow.